This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From Lexington High School on an absolutely gorgeous Friday evening, the perfect way to start the season here in 2023, and it is time for the Backyard Brawl as the Lexington Minutemen get set to host their rival from just up the road here in the Ontario Warriors. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Excited to kick off our fifth season covering the Lexington Minutemen as a part of fearthevillage.com, and it is an honor, and we are so happy and uh, just blessed that you have been with us uh, throughout the years and glad you're with us tonight as well as we uh, get this next campaign underway tonight between the Minutemen and the Warriors. Always a pleasure to call this game, too. One of the bigger rivalries in the area. And, man, it is just a beautiful Friday evening here in the middle of August. And it is time for football season, finally, as the Minutemen and the Warriors have both exited the field. They headed uh, to the locker room, uh, their respective locker rooms, just a few moments ago as they uh, get set to make their final game uh, preparations. We're about 15 minutes away from kickoff, and uh, when we come back, we will get you set for tonight's game. We'll have Nick's keys to the game. We'll get you caught up on what uniforms each team is going to be wearing tonight. Lexington, a little bit of a, a new twist on their uniforms tonight, and I think I, uh, I love them. So we'll tell you all about that when we come back. It's week one of high school football in North Central Ohio. Lexington and Ontario, just under 15 minutes away here on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Aiden Nickel, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. 
The Band of Gold with tonight's rendition of the National Anthem here at Lexington High School. Glad to have you back, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you once again as we get set for week one of high school football here at Lexington as the Minutemen are just about set to host the Ontario Warriors. Nick Lazier joining me as always, former Minuteman himself in the house. And Nick, a lot of roster changes over the summer with players uh, graduating, a couple of new kids moving in, a couple of kids stepping up from last year. Uh, and you, you kind of got to see a little bit of that last week in the Buckeye Valley scrimmage. What are we in for this year? Ah, oh, man, I think it's going to be a very exciting year, uh, especially offensively. I mean, they got some studs, and I, I know everyone's probably heard about the transfer of Seven Allen over in from Madison. And, I mean, the, the young sophomore, he's – he is going to be a problem all season long. They're going to, I feel like they're going to line him up all over the field. He's going to start on defense and play corner, and he's also going to be one of their premier wide receivers probably lining up in the slot most of the time. And, man, let me tell you, I, I, think, I don't think we've had the pleasure of co covering somebody as electric as he can be since probably Alex Green. So it's been quite a while. And, I mean, he caught a, a little post route that you wouldn't think anything of, and then he just hit the gas and went 60 yards against Buckeye Valley last week. And, uh, I mean, he's, he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And then, obviously, uh, Braden Fogle going both ways as well. He's going to line up at DN for him this year, and he's also going to be a wide receiver out wide. And, uh, I mean, we really didn't get to see him play a whole lot of defense last year, if any. But uh, let me just tell you, from the sample size that I saw last week, his first step off the edge of that DN spot is going to be a problem that teams aren't probably going to be very ready to, to prepare for. And he's just so long and athletic. Even if he's not getting to the quarterback, he's going to be putting his hands up and batting down a lot of footballs. And then also Joe Caudill, new quarterback, sophomore quarterback, uh, didn't get any varsity action offensively last year. Got to see him on defense quite a bit. But, uh, I mean, we already know that Joe's a big physical kid, and I, I think he's going to turn some heads offensively. I mean, the kid's got a cannon, so I'm really excited about this offense. But the defense is going to be just as good. They're young, but they have a lot of talent everywhere. Yeah, and uh, special teams going to take a little bit of a – not a hit by any means, but definitely a change as A.J. Young graduated. And uh, Will Perkins, who did get some action his freshman year, uh, didn't see really any time last year. But uh, his freshman year, a couple of years ago, A.J. Young was hurt. And Will had to step in and uh, did a great job as a freshman kicker. And now he's a junior, and he will be the starting kicker for the Minutemen. So Minutemen have a lot to be excited about all around on all sides of the ball. And, uh, and we're excited to watch them. A lot of, uh, like Nick said, a lot of potential explosive plays this year, I think, coming for the Minutemen. And uh, we're very excited to, uh, to see that. Let's take a quick look uh, quickly here around the OCC, let you know what's coming up tonight. And there are no conference games tonight in the Ohio Cardinal Conference. Everybody's in the non-conference tonight. And, uh, of course, here you've got Lexington and Ontario. Then uh, over in Ashland, big matchup week one. And uh, we'll see how good the Arrows are with Coach Valentine back in his first year back with the Arrows. They've got to host River Valley right out of the gate. And that's going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on throughout the night. Shelby is going to make the trip over to Madison to Ram Field. Uh, Triway will uh, go out to play West Holmes at Knight Stadium tonight. Mount Vernon going to host Marion Harding. Louisville will play New Philly 
out at Quaker Stadium tonight. Mansfield made the trek up to Akron to take on St. Vincent St. Mary tonight. If you want to hear any of that game, you can certainly tune in to our Mansfield station, GoTigers.com, and you can also get through get there through VSBNRadio.com. Uh, and the last game of the night uh, in the OCC is big rivalry out in Orville as Worcester will go out there to take on the Red Riders. So a ton of action tonight around the OCC, all non-conference. Well, and funny about that Orville game, that used to be a conference mm-hmm. game only, what, probably five years ago. I yep. think they dropped them right before we started covering Lex. So, I mean, I played against Orville every year, and they were, they were always tough. Good team up there. Yeah, it is interesting to see the way things have shaken up here in the OCC the last few years with Clear Fork leaving, Mount Vernon coming back, New Philly coming back. Um, you know, and there's rumors every year about things. Um, so I'm sure we're not far away from more changes in the OCC, but that's just the way things are now at all levels, really, of uh, high school and college football. All the Every team seems to just want to move around every couple of years. I think everybody just gets a little restless and... They can't stay where they're at. So we are waiting the arrival of the Minutemen as everybody's out on the field. The tunnel is ready, and everyone's kind of ready for them to run out here. Ontario's still in their locker room as well. Got about five minutes until kickoff here in week one, and I guess now would be a good time to let you know what uniforms each team are going to be wearing tonight. And as always, uniforms brought to you by BP Electric. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. And BP Electric, as always, doing great work around the community here in Lexington. A Lexington-based company, but they can do a a lot of work statewide and even in other states. So a pretty big company based right here in Lexington. Check them out online, bpelectricofoh.com. Uniforms tonight, Lexington going with those relatively new white helmets they were new last year this will be the second year in the the new white helmets with the Minuteman logo on one side and the player numbers on the other side they've got the purple and gold stripe going up the middle of the helmets as well they will be in their purple jerseys tonight their home jerseys with the white letters and numbers and some gold trim or excuse me the gold letters and numbers and white trim and then they've got some brand-new white pants. So if you watch college football, they almost look like LSU pants with the, uh, the all-white pants with the purple and gold stripe down the sides. So they look very sharp tonight. Lex in the purple and white combo tonight. And Ontario is going to come in with their all-white road uniforms. They will have the white helmets, correct, Nick? They're in the locker room, and I, uh, I, I can't remember I what they were wearing. Oh, so. yeah, that sounds right. The white helmets with the Ontario logo on either side. They'll go with the white jerseys, blue letters and numbers, little bit of gold trim, um, and then the white pants with a little bit of uh, blue and gold trim. But all white for Ontario and purple and white for the Minutemen. As we're about three minutes away from kickoff, and here come the Minutemen marching down to the north end zone where they will run through the tunnel and come onto the field for the first time in 2023. And of course, as tradition would have it, we did not see the coin toss. So we have no idea who's going to start with the football. We'll know when you do. 
Wouldn't have it any other way, right? No, it wouldn't be a Lexington Minuteman football game on fearthevillage.com if we didn't know the coin toss. Now down to our left, the Ontario Warriors will huddle up, but the Minutemen will take the field first. Coached by Andrew Saris in his second year. He is 3-7 as a head coach. And last year in this game, the Minutemen fell 21-17 over at Ontario. Coach Saris did do some good things last year, though, especially by beating Worcester here. And he'll look to get back on the right side of this rivalry with a win tonight. Ontario runs onto the field, coached by Aaron Eckert, also in his second year with a 4-7 and seven overall record. They did make the playoffs last year and were taken down by the senior high T.Y. Tigers in the first round of the playoffs. So some good things also for Coach Eckert last year on that sideline. So a couple of teams who obviously don't like each other very much, and this is the best way to start the season every year. Some people would argue, you know, like Ohio State-Michigan, it just feels right to be at the end of the year, but there are some rivalries that feel right being in week one, and this is definitely one of them. So what was it, uh, what, three years ago when it was the last game of the season? Couple, yeah, it, it was the just COVID fe- year. It felt weird. Yep. It was it the COVID year, weird. and they had both already played in the playoffs. So <laughs> Yeah, that's right, yep. Really. Uh, it was a game for nothing, really. Yeah, if it weren't for the rivalry between the two, it would have been the most meaningless game ever played probably. But Lexington went over to Ontario that year and got a win. Yeah, that was a fun game out there. I remember we were out in the bleachers and – out in the elements with yeah. everyone. It was it was fun. Uh, it was cold. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Good memory. Mm-hmm. Speaking of memories, this is, if you missed it, our fifth season doing this with Lexington. And any of you out there listening, if you've ever tuned in or been a part of our social media pages in any way, we appreciate you more than you know. It's hard to believe five years ago. Well, I guess it was four years ago. This is our fifth season. But four years ago, we were in this same exact spot calling the same exact game and it's been uh it's been a really fun four years a lot of big moments a lot of exciting moments and glad to be your eyes and ears when you can't be here lexington will kick off first and they'll kick it from right to left as we see it or north to south if you're more uh directionally inclined ontario will Receive, and they'll send Peyton Dugan back to return. And they'll also have, I believe, Chase Studer back there as well. Will Perkins, the junior kicker, will have it up on the tee, and he runs up and kicks it down the field. A pretty good kick by Will Perkins through the end zone, and we're going to have a touchback to start the season here at Lexington on a great kickoff by Will Perkins. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. FearTheVillage.com, and it is football time in the village. As the Minutemen will play defense first to start the year. Bogpin Miller will come on to run things for the Warriors for his second straight season. 
And the Warriors, to start this season, will send one wide receiver each way. They'll have Studer in the backfield on the right hip of Miller. In the shotgun, first and ten. Ontario going left to right as we see it. They'll give Studer first play. He's off the right side, and the Minutemen have him bottled up after a gain of about two. And a good start there for the Minutemen defense. As Studer, just a bowling ball of a kid. I mean, he is a big kid running the football for the Warriors. Has his first carry of the year. And it's second and eight now from the 22-yard line. Miller in the shotgun. He's got Studer on his left hip. He'll send a man in motion. It's the tight end. And now they'll send Dugan out to the far right. Now there's all kinds of confusion. They've got trips lined up now here and a bunch on the right side. Miller takes the snap. He's going to throw left. He's got his man. It's caught. And out over the 35. It's going to be a first down by Landon Foltz. And it almost looked like... On the uh, defensive play there, I believe that was Dontrell Hughes. He almost stripped that football away from behind, and I thought that uh, Fultz was going to drop that thing, but he held on, got out to the 36-yard line, and Ontario has a first down. Miller in the shotgun again, one wide each way. He's got Studer on his left hip, sends the tight end in motion. That's bias, and he'll give to Studer up the middle. Minute men have it bottled up for a no gain. Yeah, great stop there from that Lex defense, and Ontario going with like kind of like a no huddle. They they look to the sideline for every play, but they don't do a traditional huddle. They don't have anybody running the plays in, so they got a bunch of signals coming in and out. So they'll send two wide receivers off to the left this time, one off to the right. Miller in the shotgun again. It's second and 10 from their own 36-yard line. He takes, he gives again. Studer off the right side, and he's hit hard and brought down from behind there on the play. I think that was Cam Boozer in there with his first tackle of the year. Boozer had a great season last year. And here's where Lex really has to get off the field, third and seven. Get a, get a stop here early on in the game and get the ball in the, in the hands of the offense would be huge here. You are correct about that as we have third and seven coming up from the 39. Miller in the shotgun. They'll have a sub coming on here off the sideline. Three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Miller takes. He's going to throw out in the left flat. It's caught over the 35, over the 40, and just getting past the marker. Still going down the far sideline to the 50. And that was Dylan Floyd, the senior receiver for the Warriors. And the Warriors, another first down out to midfield. And a bunch of confusion on the Warriors' side of the ball, but they seem just to keep making plays. That's, that's the second passing play that they've looked kind of confused on who's coming in, who's coming out. But yet again, they make it happen, another first down. So at midfield now, Miller takes the snap. They'll go quickly this time. Studer off the right side. He's bottled up again. So the Minutemen not letting any runs get past the line of scrimmage so far on this first drive. But Ontario doing most of their damage through the air. As they've already had three first downs. Excuse me, two first downs. And both of them coming off of passes. Not very long passes either. Just kind of nickel and diming their way down the field. Second and nine, Miller sends a man in motion. He's got three wide to the left. He takes the snap. He's going to keep it this time. He's being chased down from behind as Braden Fogel got there first and then completing the tackle for the Minutemen was, was that Cooper Dreibelbus? I couldn't see. 
I'm not sure either. I think it was coming up from that linebacker spot, and that'll set up another third down, third and six. Warriors quickly out. And Warriors coming out in these trip sets pretty often, and it doesn't look like Lex is ready, really rolling anybody over to cover everybody, so look for that. Two wide to each side. Miller takes, flings it out into the flat, and the Minutemen are going to get out there and make the tackle as Landon Foltz this time will not get a first down. He gets two yards, and it's going to set up a fourth down at the Lex 44. We'll see how aggressive Ontario wants to be early here. I know they're very confident coming into this game, and they are going to go for it. So they'll send three wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Miller in the shotgun, Studer on his right hip. It's fourth and four from the Lex 44. Hard count, nobody's moving. Now Miller's looking over at the sideline. Ten on the play clock. They're still not set yet. Nobody's moved for the Warriors. They still have three off to the right, one to the left, and they're going to let the clock run down here and try to get the Minutemen to jump, and they won't, and they'll take a timeout. So it looks like now Ontario... We'll send the punt team on. That's a great stand there from that Lex defense. I mean, Ontario tried a couple times with a different hard count, and nobody's budging, no one moving for the Minutemen, and looks like the offense is going to get the ball. So the Warriors will punt for the first time this year. Minutemen do a good job of bending but not breaking once they actually, got the midfield. They actually took, took the, the penalty. penalty. Yeah. So, yeah, Ontario did not use a timeout. They took the delay of game to back up a little bit. And they'll send in, I believe that's Chase Stauffer to punt this ball away. And it is almost blocked. He kicked it straight up in the air. It was going to get blocked. And now it's bouncing and bouncing. And the Minutemen are going to jump on it at the 43-yard line. Dontrell Hughes jumped on it there. And the Minutemen are going to have great field position as that's going to end up being a six-yard punt. And that's only because it bounced the right way for the Warriors. That was going to be a negative punt. Well, I'm not really quite sure Dontrell jumped on that thing. I mean, it's a dead ball either way. I mean, you're putting the risk of getting caught in a pile, and then you're going to get the ball, potentially get the ball ripped, all kinds of stuff. But Lex able to retain possession, and let's see what this offense can do. And they almost blocked that thing. That's going to be a concern <laughs> for the Warriors moving forward here. As coming out for the first time as the starting quarterback, Joey Caudell. The sophomore, he made a ton of plays defensively last year as the linebacker, played a little bit of tight end, but this year stepping into that quarterback role, and he's going to have one wide receiver each way to start the season. First and 10 from their own 43, takes the snap. He'll give off the left side. It's Mason Green, the senior. He's got a hole, and he's going to break it down the near sideline, 25-20. It's a foot race, and he's gone. Mason Green on the first play of the season. 57 yards, Minutemen lead. You can't complain about that start from the offense. I mean, all they had, they had two backs in the backfield. They ran a little counter off the left side, and he ran. I mean, the hole was wide open. The seas parted, and he just took off down the sideline. No one even close. And we're not... Uh, that's not an unfamiliar sight to see Mason Green in the end zone. However, that may be his longest rushing touchdown. He's had some huge moments over the, the last three years, but that may have been his longest rushing touchdown. We'll have to check on that. But that is a uh, definitely a way to start the season for the Minutemen up six to nothing quickly here as Will Perkins, the left-footed 
Jr. comes on to attempt the extra point. Snap is a good one, hold is a good one, and with Will Perkins, you know, it's gonna be right down the middle pretty much every time. Seven nothing Minutemen already on their first play from scrimmage offensively with 7.16 to go in the first quarter. We'll be right back on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, that was fun. 57 yards on the rushing touchdown by Mason Green, the first offensive play from scrimmage by the Minutemen of the year. So pretty much anything on the next play they run is going to be a disappointment. Well, we don't know that. (laughs) Well, they at least need to start farther back so they can go longer next time, I guess. Will Perkins gets it teed up at the 40-yard line, just down off to our right on the near hash. He kicked a booming kickoff the first time up. And it went through the end zone. And he'll kick another one here. As he runs up, and he boots it, and this one is also going to go way back into the end zone for a touchback. He really got a hold of that one, too. Gosh. That one was farther than the first one. That was almost out the back of the end zone, almost. I mean, Dugan caught it. In high school, you can't bring it out of the end zone either, so if you can just get it there, it's going to be a touchback every time, and so far, Will Perkins is two for two this year on touchbacks. And one for one on extra points. I don't believe, Nick, I I should have looked this up before we got here tonight. I think Will Perkins was perfect on extra points his freshman year when he had to fill in for A.J. Young for a few games. So he is still perfect, I believe, on his career. For some reason, there's part of me that thinks maybe one might have got a hold, might have got muffed or something, but it wasn't his fault either way. So the Warriors look to answer back here on the first play of this drive. They almost threw a pick, but we had a false start before it even happened. Miller was trying to look across the field, a little slant route there, I think, to uh, Dugan. And the Minutemen were there. It was almost a pick by Carter Wilson. And Wilson entering his senior season as well. We'll see him at wide receiver. But a good defensive play there by Wilson. First and 15 now. Miller is going to be in the shotgun from his own 15-yard line. He sends a man in motion. They'll have two wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Studer on his right hip. Miller takes the snap. He's back. He's looking down the near sideline. He's got a man, and it is over his head into the Lexington sideline. There on coverage was Seven Allen. First time we'll call his name tonight for the Minutemen, and he's the transfer, little... Speedy transfer from Madison. And I'm sure we'll see a lot of him on the offensive side of the ball. But we'll, uh, I'm sure this year we'll see quite a bit of him on the defensive side as well. Second and 15, Miller 
from the Ontario 15. Takes the snap. They'll give Studer up the middle, and he's going to get hit, but gets through the first tackle and gets out to about the 23-yard line, a gain of eight. That'll set up a third and long for the Warriors. And this is right where the Minutemen want him. That's the longest run from scrimmage tonight for the Warriors. And they'll actually give him nine on that one, I believe. And he got out to the 20. Well, I was I was right the first time. He got out to the 23, so an eight-yard gain there, and that'll set up third and seven. Warriors from their own 23-yard line. Miller in the shotgun. Two wide receivers to each side this time. Studer on his left hip. Miller takes. He's back to pass. He's getting rushed by Fogel. He's going to have to rush to the right. He's going to run for it, and he's going to get the first down and get out into the Lexington sideline at the 35-yard line, and a big run there of 12 yards for Miller. And he felt Braden Fogel coming off that left side, and he got out of there in a hurry and just kind of had a wide-open sideline to run yeah. to. I said that was going to be a coverage sack, but when you only rush three guys, everyone else in coverage, you're, you're susceptible to the quarterback taking off. So another first down for the Warriors. They had two on their first drive, and now another one here. And on first and 10, Miller's going to run a QB keeper here. Little option, and he kept it up the middle for four yards out to the 39-yard line. It'll set up a second and six. Yeah, Miller definitely looking a little quicker than he has been in the past. I mean, but he's only, uh, yeah, only the, well, he's already a junior. I feel like he's still pretty young, so it's good to see him improving still. He didn't really run at all last year. Second and six, they'll give Studer off the right side, and he runs into a pile of Minutemen, and he'll only pick up two. And another third down coming up for the Warriors. Third and four coming up from their own 41-yard line. Uh, yeah, 41-yard line. Third and four, a big third and four coming up for the Warriors. Miller with four wide takes the snap. He's back. He's launching down the middle of the field. He got his man down to the Lex 40-yard line. And on that one, it was Dylan Floyd. And he just kind of streaked right down the middle of the field, and Miller hit him in stride. Yeah, he ran a little outside release on the on a vert, and then he broke it right down the middle of the field, right at about the 40-yard line, and Miller hit him right in stride, right on the money. So the Warriors now will have a first down in Lex territory for the second time tonight, the first time they were forced to punt. And now they're at the Lex 39, first and 10. Two wide receivers left, one to the right. Miller takes the snap. He's going to fake a pass out into the flat and then launch it down the far sideline. He's got a man. It's caught down to the 12. And that is Landon Foltz down there on the far sideline. And... Man, Braden Fogle laid a lick on Bogpin Miller as he got that ball out of there just in time. That was almost the first sack of the season for Braden Fogle. Yeah, and clearly Ontario's setting up that, that fake out because they, they were running receiver screens and Miller pumped fake to the screen and hit the deep man. So first and 10, 
Warriors at the Lex 11, they'll take, and Studer's going to run this one off the right side. He's to the 10, he's to the 5, and he's going to get cut down by 7 Allen down inside the 5 at the 4-yard line, I think, is where they're going to mark him. Maybe even the 3, it looks like here. So it'll be 2nd and 2. 2nd and 3, actually. From the 3.5-yard, well... How are they going to call this? Looks like second and one, actually, for the Warriors at the three. They'll give Studer up the middle and now dances to the right and walks into the end zone for a touchdown, Ontario. And now they are an extra point away from tying this ball game up with 4.14 to go in the first quarter, and they just marched down the field on that drive. And again, the big plays on that drive were through the air. Madison with an early 7-0 lead over Shelby. West Holmes up 13-0 on Triway. Clear Fork leads down in the valley against their big rival, Lucas. I'm so glad they're playing in week one now as the extra point for the Warriors is kicked through by Trey Booker. And it's now 7-7. We'll get you some more scores when we come back with 4.14 to go in the first quarter. It's all tied up on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. So we are going to, for the first time this year, get a chance to see Lexington's return team as Ontario will get set to kick this ball off after a touchdown by Chase Studer, the senior running back for the Warriors who took it in from three yards out to complete that drive. And that drive started, Nick, all the way back on the Warriors 20-yard line, but really they got backed up to the 15 after a penalty to start that drive, so they went 85 yards. And just under four minutes to complete that drive. It's seven to seven. And the Minutemen have one guy for punts and kickoffs, and they have a different guy for field goal attempts. And I was wrong earlier on their punter, forgive me. It's actually Carter Weaver. And that makes sense because he is a heck of a soccer player for the Warriors. So he does their punting and kickoff duties, and Weaver runs up, and he'll boot it from left to right. And Seven Allen is going to get a chance to return this from his own two straight up the middle of the field. He's cutting near side. Now he cuts back and puts a couple jukes on, gets out to the 20-yard line. And the Minutemen will start there for their second drive of the game. First drive was only one play, 57 yards. Mason Green took it to the house off the left side. So we'll see what the Minutemen can do here on their second drive. As Joey Caudell gets set to bring the Minutemen out. And something here to watch early on is just the fatigue some of these players might be facing. Uh, a lot of these guys going both ways on offense and defense, and even some of them playing special teams as well. So something to keep an eye on moving forward is just how tired some of these kids might be getting. Caudell with one wide receiver each way. He's got two running backs. This time they'll go Markel Martin off the right side. He's got a little bit of room getting out to the sideline and trucking his own teammate. 
And I didn't see who that was over there. It Might was have been Carter Newman out there. Okay. <laughs> he just kind of trucked Carter to get to the sideline and pick up five on first down. So the first carry of the year for Markel Martin, who had a really good year last year. Markel this year coming in as a sophomore. He had a phenomenal freshman season last year. And it's second and five, minute, minute, their own 25. Joey Caudell in the shotgun. He's got one running back on each hip and one wide receiver each way. He takes the snap. He's back to pass, looking down the far sideline. He's got Carter Newman, who goes up and tries to make the grab, and it went right through his hands and off his face mask. Pretty good coverage over there on the play for the Warriors was Craig Powers. And Carter went up for that thing. He had a chance at it. Actually, he had a really good shot to get that ball, but he was kind of falling backwards over there on the sideline as he turned around and just couldn't haul it in. So third and five coming up for the Minutemen. Joey Caudell is going to be in the shotgun again. He'll send Fogle and Seven Allen off to the right. Carter Wilson and Carter Newman off to the left. There's one running back. They'll go in the pistol this time. Markel Martin behind Joey Caudell. He takes the snap. He's going to throw right. He's got a man. It's Fogle. He jukes a couple of guys, and he's not going to quite get to the first down marker. He's going to be a yard or two shy as he picks up, we'll call it four. And it's going to set up a fourth down and a long one. And the Minutemen will have to send on the punt team. And Markel Martin will also do punting duties for the Minutemen this year. The Warriors will send Dylan Floyd back to return this thing. He's standing back at about his own 35-yard line. Markel Martin standing on his own 15 will take the snap there. And we'll see what he can do with this. Markel Martin takes the snap. It's a really good one. He gets the left-footed punt out of there. It's a wobbler over towards the Ontario sideline. A great punt, and it rolls out of bounds at the Ontario 30. A really good punt there by Markel Martin. So the Warriors will take over for their third drive of the night already. And they'll start on their own 30 with three minutes to go here in the first quarter. 7-7, to Minutemen and Warriors. Ontario scored on their last drive. Minutemen, though, opened up the scoring tonight with a 57-yard run by Mason Green. And then Ontario marched back down the field and responded on the very next drive. Each team has punted once. And now Ontario on their third drive. Miller in the shotgun. And on the first play of this drive, he'll give Studer off the right side. He's going to carry a couple of Minutemen for nine yards out to the 39-yard line. And that's going to bring up a second and one. Yeah, why do I feel like Chase Studer's been at Ontario for a while also? I feel like he's been getting playing time since he was a freshman. I mean, the kid is just a workhorse. He, he runs so hard and he gets downhill quick. Minutemen. Well, I'll get you a score here in a second. That might shock you, Nick. On second down and one, the Warriors are going to run it up the middle, and they might have just gotten the one yard they needed. And that's going to be Braden Barnhill, a junior running back for the Warriors, gets his first carry of the night, and they will indicate that he did get to the first down marker. It's going to be first and 10, Warriors at their own 40-yard line. Uh, Duke Reese hit Amar Davis to open up scoring tonight over at St. Vincent St. Mary's, a 63-yard pass. And the Tigers lead the Irish 7-0 up in Akron. 
Boppin' Miller and the shotgun takes the first down snap, flings it out into the far flat, and a nice hit there by Seven Allen. No, that was Dontrell Hughes to knock the ball loose from Landon Fultz, and pass was incomplete. Second and 10 coming up. And that's a tough cover from Hughes. I mean, he's all the way out there on an island, one-on-one -on -one coverage, and able to make a play on that ball. I mean, that's a tough play to make, and he's only a sophomore as well. So both these corners, very young and very athletic, so they're going to get a lot of playing time. They're only going to get better. Second and 10, Warriors at their own 40. They'll have three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. They'll go empty backfield here for Miller. And the shotgun takes the snap. He's going to run it up the middle. Minuteman got a hand on him but couldn't bring him down. Now he's loose in the secondary. Miller is all the way down to the Lex 35, but we've got a hold, I think, on the Warriors. And it's still going to be a first down, but it's going to come back a little bit. Unless... I'm thinking it might be almost towards the line of scrimmage is what. Well, oh. they threw the flag down here at the 42, so they're still going to get some yardage out of that, but they'll get eight yards, but the penalty is going to make it. Well, it should be third down. They said second down. So we'll go with that. Second and two after the penalty. Warriors have two wide receivers to each side. They're now out at their own 48-yard line. Miller in the shotgun takes the snap, flings it out into the near flat. Got a man on the near sideline now and down to the 40, a first down Minutemen, or excuse me, a first down Warriors. And that's going to be Quentin Frankhouse on his first touch of the night. And that'll be a gain of 12 for the Warriors. And for the third time tonight, they're in Minutemen territory. On the near hash, Miller's got him lined up. He's in the shotgun. He's got one wide receiver split way out to each side. He's got Studer on his left hip. They'll take the snap. They'll give Studer up the middle, and the Minutemen are there this time, and they'll get him for just a one-yard gain to the Lex 39. It'll be second and nine. One fifteen to go, first quarter. It's tied at seven. Here at Lexington, Ontario driving again, second and nine. They've got two wide receivers split off each way. Studer on the left hip of Miller, who's in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run up the middle now. He's going to now take it all the way out to the left side, and he's tripped up by Cam Boozer. And, man, if he didn't trip him, Miller was going to run for probably another 15 yards down the far sideline. But Cam Boozer makes the – Big play saving tackle there, and it's going to set up a third and five for the Warriors at the Lex 35. And Miller killing Lex with a little bit of everything, a little bit of his legs. He's throwing the ball pretty well right now, so I mean, he's, he's really playing well so far. Third and five in the shotgun. Miller takes. He gives Studer off the right side. The Minutemen hit him, and they don't bring him down. He's going to break a couple of tackles. He's going down the near sideline now, but we've got a holding penalty, and this one's going to be coming back. And this penalty was way up near the line of scrimmage, so this one's going to come way back. But a big run there by Studer. Yeah, and Joe Caudle had him at the line of scrimmage, and Studer just kept his legs driving and was able to pick up even more. And St. Vincent St. Mary has tied it back up in Akron. It's 7-7. Seven to seven. Offense, 
So, it was a hold, as we suspected. 10-yard penalty from the spot. That's going to move Ontario way back here, and it's going to be third down and 12 now after the penalty. So third and 12, Warriors at the Lex 42, and they may just let this thing go to the second quarter here as there's only eight seconds left, and I think they will let this thing run down. And that'll be it. That's the end of the first quarter. And after one, it is all tied up here at Lexington. The backyard brawl, 7-7. Seven to seven. And we've got a big third down when we come back to start the second quarter here on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. Back here, just about set to start the second quarter at Lexington High School. It's all tied up at 7. Nick, what would you see in that first quarter? Well, I mean, both teams... I mean, it's hard to really say what what Lex has been doing. I mean, they've really only they've only had the ball twice, and the one time they ran, only ran one play. But Ontario definitely doing a little bit of everything, and they're doing it pretty well. I mean, the run game with Studer, he, he's a, he's a tough kid to bring down, and then Miller, I mean, he's killing them with their legs. Lex has done a great job in secondary, but then Miller's able to get out of the pocket and make some plays with his legs. So, I mean. I'm not really sure if, if Lex might want to spy him or something like that moving forward, but this is, this is a big third down here if Lex can get a big stop. Third and 12 to start the second quarter. Warriors at the Minutemen 42. Miller in the lone backfield takes the snap, and we've got a false start on one of the receivers down here on the near side right in front of us. So that'll set the Warriors back another five yards. Third and 17 coming up. And Ontario came out in a quads look there. Four wide receivers out wide left, and... Maybe one, yeah, one single receiver on the far, on the far side. So something you don't really see often in high school football is four receivers on one side. Ashland leads River Valley 10 to nothing early on. Shelby tied it back up at Madison at 7-7. West Holmes leads Triway now 13-7. New Philly is tied with Louisville 7-7. And up in Akron, it is Senior High 7, St. Vincent St. Mary's 7. And, of course, right here it's 7-7. Seven, seven. Big third down here for the Minutemen defense. Third and 17, Warriors at the Lex 47. Miller in the shotgun. He does have Studer on his right hip. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. Miller looking. Now he's going to roll left. Now he's going to roll left. Now he's going to get hit, and he has to throw it away, and he throws it into the near sideline. And going to bring up fourth and 17 as he threw that thing all the way into the student section over here and one of the students had to throw it back onto the field he launched that thing and that's what you want your quarterback to do in that situation well and that, that was a weird play there on third and long they only sent two receivers down the field and left everyone to block so a little unconventional there so weaver will come on to punt this ball away for the warriors he stands all the way back at the Ontario 38-yard line. Back to return this punt is 7 Allen. He's standing all the way back at his 10. 
It's a little bit of a slow snap and another straight up in the air punt by Weaver. And this one's going to take a great Minutemen bounce back towards the Warriors side of the field and it'll be downed at the 37. So that's two times in a row, Nick, on a punt attempt by the Warriors that the Minutemen have just been in there pinning their ears back. They're going to get some punt blocks this year and maybe even one tonight. Well, and that's just so bizarre to see that from Weaver as well. Cause, I mean, you saw the kickoff. It was about a touchback, and then both his punts so far have just been straight up in well, the air. Well, he just doesn't have time to get it off. The Minutemen are in there, and just to make sure he even gets it away, he's got to right. kind of kick it straight up. So yeah. two pressures for the Minutemen on these punts so far tonight, and they've caused all kinds of problems. And great field position for the Minutemen. They've scored a touchdown, and they've punted on their two possessions so far tonight. They'll come out this time in the pistol to start this drive. Caudell with two wide to the right, one to the left. He takes the snap, they'll give Markel Martin off the right side, he's to the 40. He lowers his shoulder and gets out over the 45. A good run on first down and a pickup of about eight yards for Markel Martin. Second and two coming up for the Minutemen and they get out to the 46. As I see, Buckpin Miller coming out on the defensive side of the football. He's playing a little cornerback out there on Braden Fogle. That's a fun matchup. Both big kids out there. And the pistol again. Caudell, second and two. He's got two wide receivers off to the right. Martin on his right hip. He takes the snap. He's going to fake a pitch. Caudell will keep it, and he's going to be wrapped up after a gain of maybe one. And that'll set up a third and one. That was going to be an option there, but he kept it. And he almost fumbled it, too, as he got wrapped up and just about lost the football there, but hung on. Third and one. Minutemen will have Fogle off by himself to the right. They'll line up. And an offset power eye look. Caudell under center for the first time tonight. They'll give off the left side. Markel Martin gets hit and stuffed at the line of scrimmage, and he's going to get driven backwards for a loss of two. And, man, the Warriors' defensive line just blew that play up. Man, they almost had a Maryland eye look there with three running backs back there. You don't see that often either. A couple different formation Lexes come out. I mean, they, they definitely have variety on offense. So it will be fourth and three. Markel Martin's going to have to punt again. His first punt was a good one. About a 45-yarder on the first one. And he'll be standing at his own 31 to take this snap. He gets a good snap, and he gets a pretty good left-footed kick away. Over to the far sideline, it's going to take a Lex bounce and roll. And it's going to be downed at about the 23-yard line of Ontario. And that's where Ontario will take over now. With 9.33 to go in the second quarter, we've got a good one so far, 7-7. Seven to seven. A lot like last year's matchup. Low scoring so far. It seems like Lexington kind of having a hard time finding a rhythm offensively right now. They had a couple plays not go their way, but I mean, I feel like for the most part, it's been three and outs the last two possessions. I haven't really been able to pick up a first down, so I'm just trying to figure out what's working for them. So Ontario will come off their far sideline over there, and they'll get set up for a first and 10 here at their own 23-yard line. Miller will be in the shotgun with Studer on his right hip this time. 
They'll send Landon Foltz all by himself way down here to the left. They also have a receiver off to the right. They'll take the snap on first down. Studer is going to fumble it, and it's loose, and I think he fell right back on it. It didn't really bounce away from him, unfortunately, and he was able to fall down right on top of it. And the bad news is the Minutemen couldn't recover the fumble. The good news is it was a no gain, so it'll set up second and ten. At the end of the first quarter, Senior High and St. Vincent St. Mary locked at seven. So Senior High proving that they belong in that game up there. Second and ten Warriors. They'll have three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Miller takes the snap, play action. He's looking left. Now he's going to have to run, and we've got a holding penalty again on the Warriors, and Miller's going to take it off the right side down the far sideline for a gain of five, but this one's coming back again. And really, I mean, Ontario not helping themselves out at all. I mean, there's been a couple. The last two drives have just been self-inflicted penalties that have just killed them. And the Minutemen were able to get in there with ease again, and Braden Fogle wasn't even on the field for that play. He's over here taking a rest on the sideline as he's got to play both ways. So good to see the Minutemen getting a great push. And they have been in the backfield some tonight, but they just haven't been able to get Miller to the ground. So second and way long for the minute or for the uh, Warriors, excuse me, third, uh, second and about 12. As Miller sends a man in motion, takes the snap, play action. They'll dump it off a little screen play to Studer off the right side. He's down the far sideline, breaks a tackle, and he's into the secondary and gets pushed out of bounds. At the 37-yard line, Carter Wilson got over there and made a touchdown-saving tackle as he pushed Studer out of bounds at the 38-yard line, and Wilson was the last one there, and thank goodness he made the tackle. I mean, that was a great play call from Ontario. They had all three receivers out wide over here to the left side, and then they snuck Studer out behind the entire offensive line on a little screen, and he was able to do the rest with his legs. So it'll be first and ten. Warriors marked at their own 37-yard line. Miller takes the shotgun snap. They'll give off the right side. And that's going to be a gain of about one. And that is going to be Mason Van Tilburg with his first carry of the night. And they'll give him two, second and eight coming up for the Warriors. They're at the Lex 30, or excuse me, they're at their own 39-yard line. 8-13 to go, second quarter, tied at seven here at Lexington. Miller in the shotgun. He'll send Foltz off to the left by himself. And he takes the snap. They'll give Van Tilburg again off the left side, and he's hit hard and brought down. And that is Matthew Sheets. The big man takes him down for a one-yard gain and a big third down and seven coming up for the Minutemen defense. We'll see if they can hold as Braden Fogle comes back on the field. And a sack here for the Minutemen would be huge. Yeah, I mean, you're not getting out of Matt Sheets' hands, that's for sure. He is a big kid out there playing D-tackle. So third and seven, big play here. Warriors at their own 40. Miller in the shotgun. He takes the snap. It's a play action. Boozer's in there, and he got him. Cam Boozer got him all the way back at the 33-yard line. Minutemen are going to force a punt. Yeah, and they sold out on that one. They had two guys flying off that right edge, and Boozer was able to go down there and take him down. Big play on third down. Sack him. Loss of about seven. 
So the first sack of the year for the Minutemen defense, and it was Cam Boozer. We called his name all year last year, and man, he came flying off that right edge. So Weaver will punt this ball away. He stands back at his own 18-yard line. We'll see if this time the Minutemen can get there and get a block. The snap is a little bit low. The Minutemen are going to get it there, and they tip it. And it's going to be tipped, but it's still going to go forward out to about the 37-yard line. So it's going to be about a five-yard punt. The Minutemen finally blocked it, and it still went forward. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you what. They're, they're pinning back, too, and they're coming. If this game does come down to the end, these punt snaps and, and just the fact that Lex is getting in there, that's going to be the difference in the game. Mark my words. The Minutemen are going to win because of a punt block if it comes down to the end. Yeah, only a net of about three yards there on the punt. Unbelievable. <laughs> so the Minutemen have their best field position of the game. They come out at the Ontario 37-yard line. They'll have three wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Caudell is going to go in the pistol this time. He drops back to pass. He's looking down the far sideline to Fogle. And Miller, Bogpin Miller on the coverage there, almost picked it off as it was just underthrown by Caudell. And Miller couldn't hang on, though, as he fell to the ground. And as he hit the ground, the ball popped loose, incomplete, second and ten coming up. Well, and that's why they have Miller out there. He's, he's probably about the only kid on the field that can somewhat match up with the athleticism of Fogel out wide. So he did his job well there. So second and ten. Minutemen will go back to the pistol again. We saw a lot of shotgun early, and now it's been pistol. Two wide receivers off to the right, two wide receivers off to the left for Joe Caudill. He looks over to get a new play possibly here. Four on the play clock. They got to get this off. Markel Martin stands behind him. They will give to Martin. And before that happened, though, we're going to have a timeout Lex. So with 6.27 to go in the second quarter, we have a timeout Lexington, their first of the game. And it is 7-7 here at Lexington. But the Minutemen looking to drive here and get another score and get back on top on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Minutemen took a timeout there as they couldn't get the play in in time. That's okay. That's why you get three of them. They haven't used one yet until now, so that was their first of the half. So a second and ten out of the timeout here. Minutemen will send one wide receiver off to the right, two to the left. Caudell in the pistol. He takes the snap, pitches out to Markel Martin, who fumbled it, and the Warriors are going to jump on it. And that was just kind of a missed connection there on the pitch between Caudell and Markel Martin. And the ball came loose, and the Warriors picked it up, and they will have the first turnover of the game. And the Warriors will take over at their own 42-yard line. So big turn of events there as the Minutemen had great field position. But the turnover gives the football back to the Warriors. 
that was just kind of a, a weak pitch out there from Caudill, and Markell was able to get his fingertips on it, but wasn't able to quite bring it all the way in, and Ontario is there ready to jump on it. Mount Vernon trailing Marion Harding 8-6. to six. That's an odd score down there at Mount Vernon. So the Warriors take over, one wide receiver to each side. Miller in the shotgun. He takes the snap, and he's going to fake run it. Now he's going to dump it off a little Tim Tebow play and down the field, and a fumble, and a fumble. It was Dylan Floyd. He fumbled it in the minute, man. Jump on it, and they get the ball right back. And I think it was Boozer that forced the fumble with the big hit from the backside. And now are they going to say... And it was a fumble recovery by the Minutemen. It looked like a couple Minutemen players were just kind of in disbelief, yeah. almost like it was going to be the Warriors' ball. But then it was the Minutemen ball after all. I didn't see who jumped on it, but like you said, Nick Boozer with another. I mean, he's made the two biggest plays on defense so far tonight. And yeah, I mean, he hit him so hard, the ball went flying forward. And I, I want to say, well, I think it was Seven Allen, the one that jumped on it. So there was an illegal formation on the offense. That penalty is going to be declined. I think Coach Eckert from Ontario, I think he thought it was a false start, so the play shouldn't have stood, but instead it was an illegal formation. And they ran the play, and it's going to be a turnover. It's going to stand. So it'll be Lexington football at their own 27-yard line, and there's nothing better than getting the ball back right after you give it away and get the offense right back on the field here. With 6.13 to go in the second quarter, it's tied at seven. That's yeah, a quick turn of events. So, it is first and ten minute men. Two wide receivers to each side for Joe Caudell. And the pistol, he's got Martin right behind him. Caudell back to pass. He's looking. Now he's going to have to roll to the left. He's going to get out of there, and he's going to get to the far sideline and get back to the line of scrimmage for no gain. But we're going to have a hold on the Minutemen, and we'll see here. Ontario will probably take this, but they could consider taking the play and just making it second and 10. Get the free down on defense, or they could push him back here, redo first down, but push him back 10 yards. I don't think they've decided what they want to do yet. And they are going to take the penalty. So it'll be first and, well, we'll see where they mark it too. It's a spot foul, of course, on the hold. So they'll put it back at about the 12, so it will be a 10-yard penalty. Of course, it was a 10-yard penalty, but the penalty happened at the line of scrimmage, I guess I should say. So it was 10 yards from the original line of scrimmage, and that'll set up a first and 20 now for the Minutemen, and that pushes them all the way back inside their own 20 at their own 17-yard line with 6.03 to go in the second quarter, tied at 7. Caudell in the pistol. He takes the snap. He'll give. Up the middle. Markel Martin now cutting outside. He's got room. He's got the first down over the 40, out to the 44-yard line. Big run by Martin. First down, Minuteman. Yeah, he was shot out of a cannon there off that left side. He saw the hole and just took off right down the sideline. Big gain. And the thing that that play had in common with the big play earlier is they were both off that left side. Just a gaping hole over there. And the Minutemen might have something there to take advantage of. We'll see if they continue to do that. First and 10, Minutemen out to their own 45. They'll go in the pistol again. One wide receiver to the left, two to the right. Caudell with Markel Martin right behind him. First and 10 from the 45. 
Caudell takes the snap, he's back, he's looking over the middle of the field, it's tipped up in the air and it falls incomplete. I don't know if he was looking for Carter Newman or Seven Allen there, they were both kind of cutting across the middle and now we've got a Warrior down. Yeah, I mean, two Warriors collided pretty heavily. And down on the play, but trying to get up is Craig Powers. I think he got hit by his own teammate with his teammate's helmet straight to the arm because he is just grabbing his arm and kind of doubled over. And he's yeah. just kind of shaking off his arm. Man, that would not feel good to take a helmet to the arm. No way. And he does run off under his own power. Seems to be okay. New Philly and Louisville deadlocked at 14. St. Vincent St. Mary takes their first lead over Mansfield Senior. It's now 14-7. Orville leads Worcester 7-6. Ashland now with a 10-point lead over River Valley 17-7. Shelby and Madison still locked at 7. And West Holmes leads Triway 21-7. Second and 10, Caudell in the pistol. Two wide to the left, one to the right. He hands it off on second down to Markel Martin up the middle for two yards. And I believe, Nick, that Caudell, the young quarterback, his first game ever as a starter, I believe he's only completed one pass, and that was to Fogle in the first quarter. It was a little easy pass out to the flat. Yeah, they it was need a little to try receiver to get, screen. Yeah, they need to try to get something like that going for him here. Just try to get him more comfortable. He's been taking a lot of shots down the field, but not a whole lot short yet. One completion for three yards. So a big third and seven here. They'll actually give Martin three yards on that last play. They'll go pistol again. Caudell takes the snap. He's back. He's going to look out here in the near flat to seven. Allen right through his hands and incomplete. And the Minutemen will have to punt near midfield. And I think even if seven would have brought that in, he would have been well short. There was two Warriors right on his tail. So with 4.52 to go, Markel Martin will come on for his third punt. The left-footed, that's funny, the uh, Minutemen have two different kickers, one for the kickoffs and field goals, one for punting, but they're both left-footed. Mm -hmm. wonder when the last time that's ever happened was. Not only here, but just anywhere, to have two different kickers, both left-footed. Markel Martin takes a great snap, and this punt's not going to be his best of the night. It goes straight up in the air. And it just kind of dies in the grass over on the far sideline at the Ontario 42. So that's only going to be about a 13-yard punt for Markel Martin. And now the Minutemen defense needs to stay strong here and get a stop. You can't let Ontario get any momentum going into half. Lex gets the ball to start the second half. But you certainly don't want Ontario to go in feeling good about themselves. And we'll see if Lexington can get a big play here. And they've only had one sack tonight so far. Be a timely one to get one here. Miller sends a man out to the right and one to the left, first and ten. Warriors in their own territory. Miller will take the snap, and he throws it. It's picked off. It is picked off by Dontrell Hughes at the Ontario 48-yard line. They'll have it on the Ontario side of the field. Wow, what a play there from Hughes. I mean, he's, he, that happened once earlier where he's just short and wasn't able to, he just broke up the pass, but then he just slipped right under the receiver and the diving catch. Wow. Another big turnover for the Minutemen. 
So that's two now that the Minutemen defense have come up with. They've got a fumble recovery. They've got an interception now, and they do have one sack on the night, so a pretty good first half here for the Lex defense. And it sets up really good field position now for the Minutemen offense. They're first and 10 at the 50. They'll have two wide receivers off to the right. It's Newman and Allen. Fogel by himself off to the left, but they'll give up the middle to Markel Martin. He'll get two yards off the left side. And we've got a flag coming in, and this might be a face mask, and it is. It's going to be a face mask on the Warriors, so that will give the Minutemen a free first down, and that'll move them way down into Ontario territory. This will be... We'll see where they mark it. Oh, only a five. Oh, it is going to be a five-yard face mask, and that will put the ball down at the Ontario 43. So it'll be second and about three for the Minutemen. So they'll take that, a two-yard rush plus the five-yard penalty. And it'll set up a second. Well, no, they're going to give them the free first down. Yeah, it'll be first and three then. So first and three. It'll be Carter Newman, seven Allen off to the right. Braden Fogel by himself off to the left. They do have a tight end in there right now. It's Cooper Dreibelbiss on the left side. Markel Martin is the lone back, and now the referees are going to have a talk about something. And what? I don't know what they're discussing here. I almost wonder if they're discussing that it should be Well, they're not going to change anything. They just wanted to talk about where they're going to eat tonight, I guess. <laughs> the old announcer joke there, that fell flat. Somebody out there laughed. And now we've got another whistle in there. Now they're going to say it is second down. I don't know what they're going to say. Now they go back to first down. This must be all Derek Lazier's fault. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's doing. Of course, Derek, Nick's dad, over controlling the down marker. So it is first and three. Minute men at the Warrior 43, and they're in the pistol. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Caudell takes the snap. They will give Markel Martin up the middle, and he's hit right away, and he cannot spin out of that tackle, and he's going to lose a yard. And that'll set up, actually, they're going to say he lost two. That's going to set up second and five. New Philly has just taken the lead over Louisville, 21 to 14. Shelby has now opened up a little bit of a lead over Madison. It's 20 to 7. Dreibelbiss will come off for this play. And the Minutemen will send two wide receivers each way. In the pistol, it's second and five. Caudell from the 45 takes the snap. He's being rushed. He's going to go up the middle, and he's going to get sacked for a loss of two. He tried to get out of there, but the Ontario Warriors just brought the house. They were okay with single coverage all over the field, and they brought eight men, and it worked. And it'll set up a third and seven. Minutemen are lucky they only lost two there. Yeah, Lex having a hard time trying to do anything through the air right now. Young quarterback, first game, first start, maybe a little bit of jitters down back there in the pocket. But, I mean, Ontario, yeah, like you said, they brought everybody that play, so there really wasn't a chance for anything to develop down the field. 
So a third and seven. Two widers, excuse me, three wide receivers off to the right. Fogle by himself to the left and the pistol again. Caudell takes the snap. He flings it near side. Carter Newman catches in the flat and he's going to get about a yard. And it'll bring up a fourth and six. 2.35 to go. Clock is rolling. Minutemen are going to have to punt again here on the Ontario side of the field. Well, it looks like they might go. And they'll at least look like they're yeah. going to go for it. And they'll line up here. Fourth and sixth. And they're still looking over at the sideline. I think they're going to take a timeout. So they will take a timeout and most likely come out here and punt. Unless they're trying to draw up a play. But that is the second timeout of the half for the Minutemen. They've got one left. 2.05 to go in the first half. 7-7, seven to seven, Ontario and Lexington. So, Nick, it's been kind of a... I guess we've had some big plays in this half, but uh, none have really resulted in much... Action on the scoreboard. What do you think so far? Yeah, I mean, is it a credit to the defenses or the offenses is not really playing well? I mean, it's the first game of the year for everybody, so that that could be the testament to some of that. But, I mean, Lex seemed to be to have some success on the ground, and but they, I think they need to mix in a little bit of misdirection here, maybe get a little bit of a counteraction or – just something to get the Ontario defense moving. I feel like there really hasn't been a lot of motions or anything to really confuse that defense much. So maybe they'll look at that for the second half, make some adjustments, and try some new stuff out in the second half. But, I mean, I'm sure they're not really opening the playbook all the way up quite yet. And out of the timeout here, the Minutemen will decide to punt it away. Markel Martin gets a good one away this time, and it's going to be muffed down at the 10, and the Minutemen are there on the coverage, and they will make the tackle at the 10-yard line on Dylan Floyd, who muffed that punt. He just, the ball was kind of short, and he tried to get up there in time to catch it, but it landed just short of him, and he kind of muffed it there, and the Minutemen were down there. First and 10 Warriors coming up at their own 10-yard line. Yeah, great job there from the coverage team, too, to go down there, make a play, make sure he didn't slip out of any tackles. So I mean, this is this is obviously two-minute drill. You practice this every day. You got, Ontario's got, what, two? They have all three of their timeouts because they didn't take that one in the first quarter. So plenty of time, plenty of timeouts. So the defense really needs to hold tough here and, and prevent Ontario from scoring because if Lex gets to stop here, they're going to get the ball coming out of the half, too. So that would just be more more to build on. So 1.56 to go in the first half. Ontario at their own 10. Miller's going to be in the shotgun. He's got three wide to the right, one to the left, but he sends a man in motion. He will take, and he'll fake the give. And the Minutemen are in there. Fogel almost had a sack, but they get it out of there. It's Studer on the near sideline, and the Minutemen will drag him into the near sideline. It was Boozer, and only a gain of about three there. It'll set up second and seven. Yeah, Fogel's flying off that edge. He about got to Miller, but he had to backpedal quite a bit to even get that ball off. Second and seven coming up, and the clock did stop. So Miller in the shotgun, two wide to each side. 1.48 to go in the second quarter. 
Studer on his right hip. Miller takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. He's going to run left now. And the Minutemen are there. And they will get him into the sideline. And we might have a hold. And this would be huge because it would set the Warriors back at about their own six-yard line, if my math is correct. And it would be a second and long. And the Minutemen still with one timeout left. If they could get a stop, they can get the ball back. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I mean... Ontario just killing themselves with penalties to, to Lex's advantage. And I'm assuming they did. Well, they still haven't called anything yet. We'll see. The referee picked the ball up, started walking backwards. And it is a hold. Well, they said 10 yards from the previous spot, but it should be half the distance to the goal because it happened at the 13-yard line. Yeah, so, I mean, they still so they lined did, it up. Yeah, yeah they, they said uh, 10 yards, but it was half the distance, and now they just corrected themselves. So that'll put the ball at the Ontario 7. It is second down and about 14. Miller in the shotgun. He's got one wide receiver to each side. He's got Studer on his left hip. They'll look over to the far sideline for a new play call. Miller standing just inside his own, or just outside of his own goal line at the two. They'll take the snap. They'll give. It's Studer up the middle and cutting out to the right side now and bottled up there and no gain. Minutemen will force a third down. And so far, not going to use that final timeout. But, Nick, what did I say earlier about the punt <laughs> coverage? Yeah. If the Minutemen force a fourth down here, the Warriors will be punting out of their own end zone, and I'm telling you a big block is coming. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you're was it? Yeah, if you're Carter Weaver, you don't want to have your back back heels on that on that end zone no, line. No, That's for sure. Third and fourteen. Here we go. One oh three to go in the first half. Bodpin Miller will send one wide receiver off to each side. He's got Studer on his right hip. We'll see what the Warriors do here. He takes the snap. They'll run off the left side. Studer's got a little bit of room. He's going to get down the near sideline, cuts it back, and gets out to about the 18, still short of a first down, though. And now the Minutemen will use that third and final timeout with 43 seconds to go. And... Here we go. The Warriors are going to have to punt, and this would be a great way to end the half for the Minutemen if they can have a big play here, or even just a good return. Right, yeah, I mean, but I mean, I'm sure Coach Saris is telling them to sell out on the block, but you got to be careful about running into the kicker or anything like that. You'd hate to have a, a penalty here and, and kick yourself, but... I think if they can get some pressure on the kick, at least, even without even getting a hand on it. I mean, Weaver's been very shaky back there the first couple times he's been punting the ball. So, just to reset here, 43 seconds to go in the first half. The Minutemen have no timeouts remaining. Ontario has two remaining. It is fourth and 14. Lexington just took their final timeout. Ontario's going to have to, excuse me, it's fourth and three. Ontario's going to snap this ball away from their own 18-yard line. And the Minutemen, assuming they don't fumble this punt return or cause a penalty here, they will have great field position and a little bit of time left to score. Carter Weaver stands back at his own five-yard line. The Minutemen on every single punt attempt tonight so far have been in that backfield. They even blocked one. 
See if they can do it here. Here we go. Weaver takes a pretty good snap this time, and he does get this one away cleanly. And it's going to bounce and roll, and it's going to roll all the way down to the Lexington 33-yard line. And Coach Saris there telling Seven Allen, just run over, make the fair catch, and catch it. Yeah, I mean, he had plenty of room. He had to throw, throw the hand up there. You don't got to worry about getting hit. Just go catch the ball, and you're going to find yourself in a little bit of better field position. But, I mean, 33 seconds here. I mean, I don't, I don't know what Will Perkins' range is from kicking the ball, but, I mean, at least you got to try to pick up some yardage here on the first couple plays, get out of bounds, and try to maybe set up yourself for a, a shot to the end zone or maybe a field goal attempt. Here we go. 33 seconds to go, Minute Men on their own 33-yard line. Two wide receivers off to the left, one to the right, back into the shotgun now. Caudell takes, and he gives, and up the middle. No gain there. And that was Ethan Robles with his first carry of the year. And the Minute Men seem content to take this into half. They do get the football to start the second half, so I think they just want to make sure they don't turn the ball over. And give the Warriors anything to work with here. And they'll let the clock run down. And we're going to take this thing into halftime. So as the clock hits triple zeros here at Lexington, we've got a great ball game. 7-7. Seven to seven. Ontario and Lexington deadlocked at halftime. When we come back, we'll have first half stats for you. We'll get you caught up from all the scores around the area. We've got a ton of them. And we will get you set for second half action where the Minutemen will start with the football. Again, it's 7-7 here at Lexington as they're taking on Ontario in the opening week of football here in Ohio 2023 on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house, don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. 
If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lexington High School, it is halftime, and it is a low-scoring game in the backyard brawl. 7-7 here at halftime. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Welcome back. As the Ontario marching band takes the field first here at halftime, and then the band of gold will perform. And Nick has all the first half stats to paint a picture for you of a uh, very uneventful first half, Nick. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. I mean, both teams kind of, uh, well, at least Ontario, they're, they're, they've kind of shot themselves in the foot on more than one occasion. I mean, I mean, they're moving the ball. They got 206 yards of total offense on 34 plays. Uh, Lexington only have run 18 plays from scrimmage so far in the first half, so they really haven't been able to get anything going. Only 96 yards uh, of total offense in the first half. Uh, Joe Caudill only 2 of 6 for 4 yards in the first half passing the ball. Really hasn't been able to find a groove. I feel like there's either been a deep shot down the field, or they've tried to run a little screen play, and I think that's been his only two com- only two completions were a little screen play. So I think look to the second half, maybe get something, little, maybe a couple little quick slants or a little couple hitches, just trying to get some rhythm on the offense. Uh, Bodpin Miller, 9 of 13 for 137 yards. He also did throw the interception to Dontrell Hughes, who made a great play, uh, undercut a quick slant, and was able to get a big interception to get the minimum back the ball. Uh, most of the offense from Lexington has come on the ground. Uh, 92 uh, yards of rushing offense on 12 attempts. Uh, Ontario with ni- uh, 69 rushing yards on 21 attempts. And, uh, I mean, it's been a lot of Bodpin Miller and uh, Studer running the football. Uh, and here's the big thing that sticks out to me. Ontario has eight penalties for 60 yards in the first half. Lexington doing a great job, uh, not really self-inflicting anything. Only one penalty for 10 yards. They do have the one fumble that they that they lost, but Ontario's fumbled the ball twice now, and they've turned it over twice. So, on uh, one fumble and one interception, 
Uh, I mean, that's really been about it. Ontario picked up nine first downs. Uh, Lexington only picked up two first downs so far tonight. They've, they're 0 for 4 on third down, so it's been kind of a, a rough night so far offensively, but the defense has done a great job of getting back the ball and putting Lex in a great spot to try to get some points on the board. But, I mean, it, it's really been a, it's been a weird first half. Both teams, there really hasn't been big swings of momentum either way. Uh, Lex would turn the ball over, and then Ontario get right back to him. So it's just going to be – I think it's going to be one of these games where Lex just really has to find a way just to kind of grind it out. And, I mean, when it's the backyard brawl, I feel like every year it's always going to be a tough game no matter how good either team is. I mean, Joe Caudill definitely – you can tell he looks a little shaky so far in the first half. He's he's trying to get, he's trying to get comfortable still, I think, and – I mean, he's only a sophomore, his first start at the varsity level. So I, I, I really think that if he can just settle down a little bit and the offense puts him in a good spot to try to just make some easy throws, nothing crazy down the field, just, just hit a couple easy ones, get in some rhythm, and then I think we're going to see a heavy dose of Markel Martin and Mason Green in the second half. I mean, Mason Green had the big long run of 57 yards in that first play from scrimmage for the Minutemen, and then I don't think he's even touched the ball since then. So I really look to see Mason get a little bit more involved, and I think it's going to be a big running half, especially if they can get it rolling. I mean, you might as well keep feeding them if it's going to work. But absolutely, yeah. I mean, the defenses have both been ready to play. It seems like so. It's it's been a it's been a rough half all so far for both teams. Well, you know, I mean, in games like this, a lot of times in the second half, yeah. the explosion comes out. I mean. Yeah. Even last night, just watching that Browns preseason right, game, right. there was hardly any action in the first half, and you just knew they weren't going to go the whole game without scoring a bunch of points in the second half. And I kind of got a feeling that's what's going to happen here in the second half tonight. I think we're in for a very exciting second half here at Lexington. 7-7 here at halftime. When we come back, we'll have all the scores, and there are dozens and dozens of scores <laughs> from around the area tonight. We'll get you all those, and then we'll get you set for second half action again. It is Ontario 7, Lexington 7 on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Odd Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Odd Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tees is your answer 
for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at halftime at Lexington. It is 7-7, Ontario and Lex. Corey Durbin back with you here, going to give you some scores from around north central Ohio, and we've got... A slew of scores to get to. And we will start, as always, in the OCC, where it is Ashland at home leading River Valley 20-7. It is West Holmes opening up a lead over uh, Worcester Triway 27-7. Marion Harding and Mount Vernon playing in yet another close game. It seems like every year those two teams are always going at it. And this year it's down there in Mount Vernon. And it is Mount Vernon uh, 14, Marion Harding 14. Out in New Philly, it is the Quakers 21, Louisville 14. St. Vincent St. Mary has a halftime lead over Mansfield Senior of 22 to 14. Worcester on the road leads Orville 14 to 10. And after trailing 7 to 0, Worcester, or excuse me, after trailing 7-0, Shelby has now opened up a big 27-7 lead over the Madison Rams out at Ram Field. Over into the MOAC now. Try to give you some scores without repeating because a lot of the MOAC teams are playing the OCC teams tonight. But the few that aren't, uh, one of those is Clear Fork, and they are hosting Lucas tonight. And it is 7-7 at halftime. A big game down there in the Valley. Those two... Rivals going at it. And 
Uh, Marion Pleasant hosting North Union. That's tied at seven. Also in the MOAC, Highland went down to Fredericktown tonight, and they lead it 21 to nothing. And the Northern 10, Crestview playing a non-conference game against Seneca East tonight. It's tied at six. Hopewell Loudon all over Cary right now, 30 to 13. Riverdale leads Bucyrus 31 to nothing. It is Northmore with a 21 to 14 lead over Upper Sandusky. And it is Buckeye Central, 22, Crestline, nothing. In the Firelands Conference, it is Monroeville, 14, Lakota, nothing. Loudonville over Mapleton, 28-8. Right now, it's Willard, 21, South Central, 6. Western Reserve, 14, Wellington, 3. And Plymouth locked with Oberlin, 6-6. Down in the K-Mac, it is Centerburg, 21, Utica, nothing. East Knox over Northridge right now, 7-0. Mount Gilead with a weird score here over Triad. It's 9-8. The Indians lead the Cardinals. It is Elgin 22, Cardington nothing, and Danville and Worthington Christian tied at 14. A few other scores. Norwalk over Toledo start, 13-0. It's Ridgedale 8, Hilltop 6. It is Hillsdale leading Black River, 13-0. And that looks like that is it for all the scores in North Central Ohio. Of course, we'll keep those going and keep you updated as the night goes on. And most importantly, right here at Lexington, it is 7-7 at halftime as the Minutemen trying to rebound from last year's loss at Ontario and pick one back up here over the Warriors. We'll see if they can get it done. We're about five minutes away from second half action right here on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's Mobile Concession Stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. 
Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here, just about set to get the second half underway at Lexington High School. It's the Minutemen 7, the Warriors 7. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. And with one minute until the second half kickoff, Nick, keys to the game. Uh, I, I think. Uh, keys well, to the second half to get the win, I should well, say. Well, one, I think you got to get Joe Caldwell a little bit more comfortable. So I think you're going to see a lot of short game in this second half, or well, at least I'd, I'd hope so. You see a lot of short game, quick passes, quick hitches, little slants. Just try to. Try to get the mojo flowing a little bit for Joe. And, uh, I mean, I think you just got to continue to feed Markel Martin. You saw a little bit there towards the end of the first half. They started to give him the ball a little bit more along that left side, and they were seeing some success. So I think if they continue to run the football like they did in the first half and the defense, I feel like they just have to get stops earlier. I mean, they're, they're, they're getting the stops pulled off, but I feel like Ontario's just doing a great job of eating up a lot of clock, and they're just kind of driving down the field, driving down the field, wearing the defense down, and then they either have a penalty on themselves, they turn the ball over, something like that. So I think if they just continue to get stops earlier and get the ball back to the offense, I think they're, they're going to be set up pretty nicely. But especially with this second half of Lex coming out with the football, I think a nice long drive just kind of ease everyone into this second half. I would be really beneficial. But, I mean, I could be completely wrong, too. They might just come out here and try to throw a bomb early and, and get the scoreboard lit up early on. But I, I think you're going to see a lot of uh, Markel Martin. I, I think you're going to get to see Seven Allen a little bit more, uh, and especially try to get him the ball in space. They really haven't run any screens his way quite yet, so I wouldn't be surprised if you see the Minutemen try to get the ball in his hands a little bit early on and see what he can do and see if he can make some plays. But... Definitely got to get Joe calmed down a little bit. He seems a little, but then again, he is only a sophomore in his first varsity start. So I think you just got to, once he gets comfortable and gets a real good grasp of the offense, I think he's going to be a, a problem later on in the season. He's just got to continue to work at it and get better. But um, I, I think the defense, despite giving up over 200 yards in that first half, I feel like they've looked pretty good. 
uh, all things considered, and they've they've gotten some big stops. So, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to score more points than the other team. But I, I think Lex will, will get it done here in the second half. They'll make some adjustments, and they'll be ready to go. And, of course, they did put that extra three minutes on the clock for both teams to get stretched out. So, when I said one minute to go till the second half a couple minutes ago, I was lying. So, about a minute and a half this time. Until second half action. Couldn't have been a more beautiful night, Nick. This is our fifth year doing this here at Lex. And at least on opening night, I don't think we've had one bad night over the years. I feel like this has definitely been the coolest, though. I feel like mm -hmm. normally for week one, it's like 90 degrees. The sun's just beating down on everybody. But, I mean, it is it is just gorgeous out here right now. Field looks beautiful. I mean, even still after that first half, field looks great. They always do a great job here with the grounds crew, getting the field ready to go. Uh, it's always the natural grass for me. Everyone's starting to switch over to turf, but Lex continues to have that natural grass, and that's what makes it such a great stadium to play in, great stadium to call a game at. It's just a fun place to play. Absolutely it is, and uh, coincidentally, these two teams, they open up together every year, and they're two of the remaining – of the. Very few remaining teams that have natural grass in the area. I think they might be the only two teams left in Richland County that have natural grass. And uh, they play each other every year to start the season on the grass. And it's a shame that that has kind of become a thing of the past. Everybody's got turf now, but there is nothing like watching a game on the grass. I feel like we talk about it every year, week one. Mm -hmm. It's just how different it is from everywhere else you yeah. go. It is. So we're set for the second half. Ontario will kick it off. Carter Weaver will set the ball right in the middle of the field at the 40-yard line down off to our right. And he will kick it right to left or north to south. And Seven Allen and Carter Newman back to return. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, 7-7 seven to seven here in the backyard brawl. Somebody's going to walk out of here with a win tonight, and we're going to see some action, I think, here in the second half. And it starts with a kickoff by Weaver, and he boots it over to the far corner. Carter Newman's going to take it from his own four. He takes it up the middle of the field, now cuts it outside, and he's going to be hit and dropped at the 16-yard line. And over there on the play for the Warriors was Rylan Frost. Frost, a senior. That's the first time we've called his name tonight. 5'6", 195. So just a, a stout little guy. Made a nice play there on the kick coverage. And the Minutemen. They'll actually mark it at the 17-yard line. So that is where the Minutemen will take over for their first drive of the second half. See if they can get something going here. A nice long drive, like Nick said, would be the perfect way to open up this half. As Caudell 
And the shotgun takes the snap. He's going to give. First play of the second half is going to be a run off the left side for no gain. And I think that was Markel Martin. And no, it was Mason Green under the pile there. Only his second carry of the night. The first one went for 57 yards. He hasn't touched it since until just now. So they will give him one, second and nine coming up. Caudell in the shotgun, one back on each side, one wide receiver split off each way, takes the snap. He's going to fling it down the near sideline. Fogel's down there. He had a hand on it, and he couldn't bring it in. And now he's going to be a little slow to get up. And the coverage down there was Quentin Frankhouse, not Bodpin Miller. And now... Fogel going to kind of limp off here. I think he's going to be okay. He's just limping a little bit, but he's, as he kind of limps, he's walking more and more steadily. Hope Fogel's all right. And now a big third and nine coming up for the Lex offense. Caudell going to be in the shotgun. He's got one wide receiver split off each way. Mason Green on his right hip, Markel Martin on his left hip. He takes the snap. They'll give Markel Martin off the right side, and he's going to be bottled up. He'll get about two, but it's going to bring up a fourth down as Martin just didn't have the hole over here on the right side that he's had on the left side all night. Yeah, I mean, it was there for a split second, and then the Ontario defense did a great job of pursuit, and they cut that hole down pretty quickly and only let Martin get two yards. So Markel Martin will come on to punt for the fourth time. The left-footed running back is also the punter. Now the Warriors, for the first time tonight, will send two men back to return. They'll have Floyd and Fultz back there as Martin takes the snap from his own five, gets away a decent punt, and it's going to be fair caught at the Lex 43 by Dylan Floyd. And the Warriors will start with the football here in the second half on the Lex side of the field. So not necessarily the start the Minutemen wanted here in the second half. We'll see if the defense can make a big play. This might be one of those nights where the defense just has to come up with the win. Mm -hmm. Offense is just full of young guys, and they will hit their stride. But so far tonight, they definitely look like a young offense. Bodpin Miller going to go in the shotgun to start this drive. He'll send one wide receiver only off to the right. He takes the snap, and they will... <laughs> Blow the play dead, the referees will, before the play even took place, and it's going to be a false start. And now the more I look down here at Braden Fogel on the near sideline, the more he's just he looks worse and worse. He looks like his limp is getting worse as he's trying to stretch it out. Yeah, I mean, he's had a – he got I think he got injured earlier in the, in the preseason, and it's just been a nagging injury all season – I mean, all preseason long, and I'm pretty sure it's either a calf or a, or a hamstring, one of the two, and – if anyone knows how those go, they don't really go away. So, first and 15 now. Warriors back at the Lex 48, and they'll give on first down to Studer off the right side. He's got a lot of room. He's down to the 35. He's got the first down over the 30, down to the 26. And a big run for Studer. And the Warriors nearing the red zone early here in the second half. After the Minutemen went three and out. 
Yeah, Ontario just being really physical when they're running the football. They get downhill and they're 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 putting their shoulders down and pick up a couple extra. First and ten. Miller gets them lined up quickly. He'll give again. Studer off the left side this time. He's going to cut it back up the middle, and he's going to pick up about five, maybe six, down to the 22-yard line. So give him five. Second and five coming up. I'm pretty sure that was just the same play. Just they ran it the other direction. And quickly up again, Miller in the shotgun. Only one wide, they're going to keep running it. And this time through the secondary and into the end zone is going to be Mason Van Tilburg, who just came into the game for only his third run of the night. And he took it 22 yards for a touchdown, Ontario. And now they have their first lead of the night. 13 to nothing, but they do have an injured lineman down here at the 20-yard line. Yeah, nothing special there. Just ran a little little dive there off the pipe, just a little zone there, play right off the right side. And Van Tilburg did a great job to hit the hole, and he hit the gas, and he was gone. So the senior... Braden Robinson is down for the uh, Warriors, and he is limping off very gingerly. That's going to be a big loss on the line for the Warriors. And on both sides of the ball. And that really, that could change the tide of this game. I mean, Robinson really anchors down that line for the Warriors. Big kid. A 6'1 senior. Robinson weighs 240 pounds. And I'm not sure he's going to come back into this game the way he limped off. So the extra point by Trey Booker is going to be good. And the Warriors up now 14-7. With 9.44 to go, third quarter. We'll see if the Minutemen can answer when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. So, the Warriors strike again. This time with the legs of Mason Van Tilburg, the 5'10 junior. And they now lead it 14 to seven. And we'll see if the Minutemen can get a, a big kick return here, something they haven't been able to do yet tonight as Carter Weaver getting set to tee it up. And he'll mark off his steps. And we'll see if the explosiveness of Seven Allen or Carter Newman can get the Minutemen back in this game as Carter Weaver runs up and kicks it right to left. 
And this time it'll be Allen from the one. He's going to take it up the middle of the field. He's going to angle left. He's going to get through a hole, and there he goes. He's to the 45-50. He's got the kicker to beat, and he's going to beat him down the near sideline, 25-20. And Weaver caught back up to him and pushed him out of bounds. A touchdown saving tackle on the sideline. At first, Allen had him beat, but Weaver caught back up to him. But the Minutemen are going to be in the red zone to start this drive down at the Ontario 19. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for Weaver, just kind of he didn't really run down the field with the kickoff unit. He just kind of stayed back where he kicked the ball off. If it wasn't for that, I mean, Seven Allen, he hit that hole and he would have been gone. But, I mean, Weaver definitely did, did his job and was able to get him out of bounds. But, again, great field position, great return there from Allen. And that is exactly what the Minutemen needed after they – are down for the first time tonight, and on the first play, Mason Green's going to squeak through into the secondary and down across the 10. Inside the 10, a first down, Minutemen down to the 6. A little bit of juice now, a little bit of juice. We'll get the crowd back into it a little bit, and let's get this momentum back. Well, and this is huge, too, because after the Warriors had all the momentum, now they're going to kind of be wondering what just happened. I yep. mean, this is the perfect way to get right back at the Warriors. See if they can finish here first and goal from the six. Caught L in the shotgun. He takes, gives. Markel Martin up the middle. He's stuffed. No gain. It'll be second and goal from the six. Well, it looks like they're bringing some, some big boys in here to probably just go, up, go a little bit of heavy yep. set. Cam Boozer comes in. Cooper Dreibelbiss comes in. Cole Eichhorn comes in for the Minutemen. And all the... Receivers, it looks like, coming off. Mason Green also coming off. Fogle will stay out there. I wonder if they'll throw a jump ball here. Yeah, maybe. Bodpin Miller's out there on him again. Second and goal. They'll go in that power Maryland eye like Nick called it earlier. Caudell under center. Takes the snap. He fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's going to look right. He's going to keep it, and he's going to get down near the goal line, down to the one. It's going to be third and goal at the one. He had Boozer wide open in the back of the end zone, but didn't see him. Still, though, a pretty good run there by Caudell of five yards, third and goal from the one. Yeah, I almost say here, if you're the Minutemen, just kind of hurry up and try to catch Ontario sleeping and just punch it in. Caudell going to get right up under center from the one. It's third and goal. Caudell takes. He's going to QB sneak it. He's pushing. He's pushing, and I don't think he got there. I don't think so. They're going to be about a half a yard, not even. They're going to be about one foot short of the goal line, and... If I were the minute man, I'd just get up right now yeah, and snap you it go. again. You got to go. And Caudell, I, I think he's calling for a face mask. He was just talking to the referee, I think. I think he thought he got dragged down by his face there. Here we go. Fourth and goal from the one. Caudell going to go under center again. And the Warriors jumped, and we're going to have a penalty. So Which really doesn't do much. One inch. It's literally <laughs> going to move them one inch. That didn't really do a whole lot. It's too bad it wasn't an automatic first down. Right. So now it'll be fourth and goal from the one inch line. I mean, the ball is literally, if you just breathed on it a little bit, it'd be in the end zone. Fourth and goal, Caudell under center. He's going to power his way and into the end zone as the Minutemen got a huge push there. And there's a flag on the play. They did rule it a touchdown. And we'll see. If it is a penalty, the Minutemen are going to have to settle for a field goal attempt here. If it's on 
the Minutemen. If it's on the Warriors, the play will stand. The Warriors are saying it's on the Minutemen. I almost wonder. I don't think the running back is allowed to come up and push in high school, and I think that's what they're going to call here. If I'm correct, I thought that that was a rule at one point anyway. Yep. Wow. I was right, unfortunately. That's incredible. Wow. Oh, there was offsetting penalties. They got a face mask on oh. the Warriors. Oh, so three do. <laughs> so we're going to redo it. Fourth and goal at the one-inch line. Golly. So I was right. Right. It was, I think Markel Martin came up and just shoved Caudell into the end zone, which you're not allowed to do. So here we go. Fourth and goal from the one-inch line. Caudell up under center again. Caudell, he's going to hand it off this time, and Martin's going to run it in right up the middle. Markel Martin easily right up the middle into the end zone, and the minute man an extra point away from tying it right back up. <laughs> Made that a little bit, little bit harder than it needed to be, but they got it done. Wow. So it is 14 to 13, 7.30 to go in the third quarter, and the Minutemen do a great job of coming right back and getting points back on the board after an Ontario touchdown just a few moments ago. Lexington couldn't have answered any more quickly. Will Perkins on to attempt the extra point. Snap is back. It's a good one. The hold is a good one by Caudell, and the extra point is up, and it is good by Will Perkins, who's two for two on the night. So 14 all, 7.30 to go, third quarter. Minutemen right back in this thing, and we'll see what they can do on defense next on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. Minutemen tie it back up, 14 all, and just here in just a second, Nick will have the drive recap for you. It was a short one set up by a long seven-allen kick return. Yeah, I mean, it all set it up by the seven-allen kick return. It was an 81-yard uh, kick return there from seven-allen. Uh, it was only, uh, let me see here, only a 14-yard drive, am I correct? Yeah, it only, it only took two minutes off the clock, but Lex able to punch it in from the one-yard line after a couple penalties on both sides of the football, and Lex finally able to punch it in from the one-yard line from Markel Martin right up the middle. So, I mean, it's great response there, great response from Seven Allen, able to get some momentum, get some energy back in the stadium with the big kick return. I mean, that kid's got some serious speed, and you saw it right there. I mean, if it wasn't for the kicker playing safety, it would have been a, would have been a touch under the house, but – here comes Lex right now. Uh, Will Perkins about to kick the ball off, and hopefully another touchback set the defense up in a good spot. As Perkins boots it deep, and for the first time tonight, Ontario's going to get to return this thing. They'll take it up to the 10, to the 15, coming near side, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, cutting back into the middle of the field and out to the 50-yard line is Peyton Dugan for the Warriors. So big returns each way now, setting up short fields. Yeah, I'm not sure who was there on the play, but 
And another touchdown saving tackle from whoever made that play. It might have been Markell. So the Warriors will have the football at midfield. Right at the 50-yard line, Bodpin Miller will come on to start the drive for the Warriors. He'll get them lined up. They'll have one wide receiver off to the right. A couple of tight ends over here on the left side. Now they'll motion one of them. Miller takes the snap and gives Studer. Going to bounce it out to the right. He's got room across the 45 to the 40, down to the 35, and pushed out of bounds. Over at the 35-yard line in Lex territory, a 15-yard run by Chase Studer. Yeah, Studer just ripping off these big runs on first down, just kind of killing some momentum that Lex just had. So they'll get right back up to the line and go again. Miller in the shotgun, Studer on his left hip this time. They'll send one wide receiver off to the right. And now a timeout Lex as Ontario really has found something here with the run game, and they have been really exclusively running here in the second half so far. A whole lot of passing from the Warriors. And the Minutemen desperately need a stop here. Just anywhere before a touchdown. I mean, even if Ontario were to get into field goal range, the Minutemen just need a anything but a touchdown here on defense. Yeah. Take a quick look around the OCC. It is River Valley coming back over in Ashland, making that game interesting. It's Ashland 20, River Valley 14. Mount Vernon and Marion Harding tied at 14. It's now St. Vincent, St. Mary 29, senior high 14. Worcester trailing Orville 24 to 14. Shelby leads Madison 27-7. Mm. That's kind of what we were expecting, I think. And Madison was up 7-0. Yeah, I know. Everybody was kind of like, what's going on over there? <laughs> now Shelby doing Shelby things. First and 10, Miller takes the snap out of the timeout. They'll give Studer off the right side. He's bottled up, but he ends up diving forward. Still gets positive yardage. Yeah, there's a flag on the field, though. And it's going to be a hold out there on the edge. Man, the Warriors <laughs> have been pinned with yeah. probably six or seven holding penalties tonight already. Not unusual for week one, especially in high school football, but these, this Lexington defensive line is really going to give teams fits this year with Matt Sheets, Aiden Nichols, uh, Braden Fogle, Caudell, and Cam Boozer blitzing occasionally. Teams are going to hold the Minutemen this year, and the Warriors just did it again there, a 10-yard penalty from the original spot. So it'll be first and 20 all the way back now at the Lex 45-yard line. Miller in the shotgun. He'll have, actually, Studer's going to leave this play, and they'll bring on uh, Nate Spencer for the first time tonight at the running back spot. They'll have three wide. They'll give to Spencer. They'll off the right side. Minutemen blow it up, and this is going to be a huge loss of about six yards. Yeah, that, that defense was definitely ready for that run off the edge. I mean, it wasn't even, there was nothing there from the get-go. I think right there during that timeout, Lex just said, you know what, we're not getting beat off the edge anymore. And they just sent about four guys to that right edge over there. And that was a big loss all the way back to the Ontario side of the field, a loss of six. And it's going to be second and 26 now. Warriors back to their own 49. They're only going to have one wide receiver again off to the right. 
And Miller going to take the snap, and he'll give off the left side. And it looked like there was a hole. The Minutemen, though, there. And they will stop Braden Barnhill for just about a three-yard gain. And it was Braden Fogel, who is up and limping again now after making the tackle. And now they're going to bring on... Um, David Biggers. Yeah, David Biggers. Sorry, Junior. I was looking at the... We've called David's name a few times wow. before. I was looking down at the Ontario roster as Braden Fogel has to come off. Third and 22 now. Ontario at the Lex 47. Still only one wide receiver this time for the Warriors. They'll stay in the shotgun. They're going to have Barnhill in there on the right hip of Bodpin Miller. Miller takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's going to run left. The Minutemen are there. He's going to keep running left, and he's going to run out of room, and he's going to actually sneak up the sideline, but still he's going to be tackled well short of the first down marker, and it's going to be fourth and 10, and Miller there picked up 12. And I, I, I want to say that was probably a QB design the whole way. I mean, you're only one in, running one right, one receiver out, way out top, out of the run all the way. And the Warriors are at least lined up to go for it here, but some confusion. They're still trying to get guys off the field with nine on the play clock. They're going to go empty backfield here. They did this, though, in the first half, and Miller just tried to draw the Minutemen offside, and that's what they're going to do here as they will. Take the time out this time. Interesting. So, Coach Eckert going to use Ontario's first time out here of the half. And that's actually kind of big. That's well, a big time out right say there. Maybe he doesn't have confidence in his punter to be able to get it further enough. So, yeah, he maybe. didn't want to take the penalty. I, and Maybe. I, I'm, not, I'm sure. not really sure why. Yeah. They could come out here and do just about anything. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I have no idea what they're going to do here. So it is fourth and 10. Both teams now kind of leisurely exiting their huddles. And they're going to go for it. Ontario is going to go for it here, fourth and 10 at the Lex 35-yard line. Big play here for the Minutemen defense. Miller in the shotgun. He's got three wide to the right, one to the left. Studer back in there on his left hip. They'll take the snap. Miller back to pass. He's being rushed. He's going to get hit, and he throws it incomplete down the near sideline, and it's going to be a turnover on Downs Minutemen football. They did a great job to lay a lick on Miller there, and good coverage by Seven Allen down the field to tip that ball away on the sideline. Well, and I think Miller's initial read, I think he was going to try to go to Studer up the up the seam, but he slipped when he tried to make his break. So Miller just had a desperation throw over to the sideline, and Seven Allen with great defense is right in position. And Big stop. With 5.25 to go in the third quarter, the Minutemen tied at 14, get the ball back. And they haven't led since early in the first quarter. They did lead 7-0 at one point. Ontario answered immediately, and Lex hasn't led since. First and 10 from their own 35. Caudell going to go into the shotgun this time. Two wide to the right, one to the left. He'll send seven Allen in motion. They'll give it to him. A jet sweep off the left side. He's got room over the 35, over the 40, over the 45, and out of bounds. And we've got a flag down on the play in the middle of the field. 
And this could be a defensive hold here in theory because there were Minutemen running routes almost to make it look like a pass play. I'm not sure if they were down here blocking or not. This could be holding either way, honestly. And now neither team's really moving yet. I think the Minutemen now are starting to back up. And it is going to be holding on the offense down the field, though. Yeah. That had to be on Carter Newman or yeah, somebody I, down here. I couldn't hear. So they will back the Minutemen up 10 yards. And now they'll have it first and 10 at their own 25-yard line. And, man, that was a big play on first down. Now they're kind of back in their own end here. And now Caudill. Is going to go back into the pistol. Two wide receivers right, one to the left. He's going to have Markel Martin in the backfield. Coach Saris down here talking to the referee on the near sideline. I'm not sure what's going on. He's going to have to use a timeout, but he came flying down here yelling at the referee about something, and Coach Saris is not happy. I'm not sure what he's disputing here. But the Minutemen just had to use their first timeout of the game, so both teams have used a timeout here in the second half already here in the third quarter. Actually, the Minutemen have used two according to the scoreboard. When was the first one? Uh, I think it was, was it, I think it was early in the first half, oh, well, second half, yeah? I'm, I'm all confused now, I'm all frazzled, I don't know. Nick doesn't even know what half it is. No. I'm, I'm trying to get I'm him out to of talk. I'm so out can... of practice over here. It's well, been a while. I'm trying to just let you talk for a second I so know. I can eat some popcorn. You don't even know what half it is. Shame on me. It's like, we have, it's like we've been doing it for 10 minutes, you know. So it's first and 20. Minute men out of the timeout will go shotgun this time. Three wide receivers, two to the right, one to the left. They'll take, they'll give. Up the middle, it's going to be Mason Green out to the 30. They'll get five of those penalty yards back, and it'll set up a second and 15. And according to Nick, the popcorn is spectacular tonight, so. What, here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it is great. I thought you were talking about our buddy no. Nick up in Akron. Second and 15, Caudell in the shotgun. Same formation. They'll go two right, one left. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle of the field. A big hold there, and that couldn't have been more obvious. I mean, my goodness, Chase Stauffer tackled Seven Allen in the wow. middle of the field. And then Joe Caudill gets drilled after the play as well. So we're going to have a hold down the field, and we're going to have a late hit. Take your pick. Big penalty Golly. yardage coming here. It's almost like the Warriors just decided, okay, we're going to do everything wrong on this play and commit every penalty in the book. Well, I wonder if There's I mean, three flags on the field all in different spots. Well, and it's like they're both, I mean, they're both 15-yarders, yeah. So ask, asking well, Coach they, Saris over here. If they say the late hit was after the play, now if they call it roughing the passer, that's different. If it's a late hit then they could get 30 yards. Right. Because they'll get 15 potentially for the pass interference if they call it. They might call it a hold, though. 
Yeah, because I mean, he got held. Tell. He got held twice oh, on that goodness. play, right off the line of scrimmage. And then after he had beat the man that he had got held by first, he beat another guy. So it was pass interference on the first call. Penalties declined, R- roughing the passer. So that one will be accepted, a 15-yard penalty. So as I said, Nick, if it was a late hit, they could have had both, but it was during the play. They called it roughing the passer. And either way, though, a 15-yard penalty. Minutemen going to get out to their own 45-yard line, 14-14, to 418 to go third quarter. Two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. It's Fogel by himself to the left. Caudell takes the snap. He's back to pass, throwing near side, and it's over the head of Carter Newman. And I think Joe Caudell's saying, hey, Carter, you needed to go a little bit farther out there. I thought you were going to be over more towards the sideline, and Carter was kind of more in the middle of the field, and Caudell just overthrew him there. Just a little, little miscommunication early here in the season. Definitely not uncommon, especially with a young sophomore quarterback. Second and 10. Minutemen now going to go one wide receiver each way. They'll be in the shotgun, though. Caudell takes the snap. He'll give Mason Green up the middle, and he's going to fight and fight and get across midfield out to the Warrior 49, a gain of six, and it'll set up third and four. Yeah, a little bit, of, a little bit more Mason Green in the second half. He's running the ball hard downhill. So now the Minutemen going to come out with that same exact formation. They'll go one wide receiver each way in the shotgun again, two running backs. They'll take the snap. They'll give. Markel Martin is tripped at the line of scrimmage by his own man who got pushed back and fell down, and then Martin tripped over him. And now I think you probably punt here. Yeah. Because in theory you could pin the Warriors deep and maybe get a big play defensively, and the Minutemen will punt. They'll – Snap this ball from the Warrior 49. So if Martin can just get a get a hold of this thing, this could be a huge change in field position for the Minutemen, which at this point in the game, that's that's a small victory. Nearing the end of the third quarter here. Under three minutes to go now in the third. Markel Martin standing back at his own 37, takes a pretty good snap. He will get the ball out of there. Wobbly punt, but it's going to go over to the far sideline. Nobody's going to catch it. It's going to take a minute man roll down to the 21-yard line. A little extra pushing down here between the Warriors and the minute men. Nothing unusual there. Between these two teams, and the Warriors will take over at their own 21. Not a bad little punt, though. Got a little nice, friendly roll. About a 28-yard punt, but when you consider the pa- the fact that he was punting near midfield, that's 28 yards is a is a good punt. So, first and ten, Warriors will see if they can take the lead back. Now, Miller going to be in the shotgun, and again they're going to go one wide receiver off to the right. Studer on his left hip, he'll take the snap and they'll give Studer up the middle, and the minute men are there. And they'll get him for just a gain of one, maybe two, second and eight coming up. I say both teams just loading the box up and duking it out one-on-one, I guess, in the, down in the trenches. And the last thing you want to see now is Aiden Nickel down on the ground there for the Minutemen in the middle of the field. But it looks like it's just a cramp as Braden Fogel's helping out his teammate. 
Stretching his leg a little bit there. I was going to say, Fogel's going through the same problems himself. <laughs> so, Nickel will get up now and limp off. But, again, it's just a cramp. So, I'm assuming we will see him back. Just got to get him stretched out a little bit. 14 all. And we like to give a shout-out to Subway, tonight's press box sponsor. And also thank you to Judge Barry and Michelle Mandelbiss and Shannon Nichols and family for providing the team meal tonight and to the local press 2.30 to go, third quarter. Out of the injury timeout, Lex. We'll try to get a big stop here on second and eight. The Warriors will have it at their own 23. Miller now going to have three wide receivers off to the left. What? Two to the right. They're going to go empty backfield this time. Miller takes the snap on second and eight, flings it out here into the flat, and making a move on seven Allen and getting near the first down marker and possibly getting all the way to the first down marker is Dylan Floyd, and they're going to give him the first down, a gain of eight, eight and a half. Yeah, get a little move out there on the edge. Able to get the extra yardage. Third and one Ontario from the 31-yard line. So it is first and 10, Warriors at the 30. Oh, they're going to call it third and an inch. They are going to say he was short. So third and one, they'll give to Studer off the right side, and he is going to get the first down. Out to the 36. Yeah, make him run an extra play. So first down, Warriors now going to come out with the football at their own 41, first and 10. They'll send one receiver off to the right. They'll kind of go with that jumbo tight end package here on the left side again. And now they'll motion one of the tight ends. Miller takes a high snap. That had to be a false start. The center snapped it before everyone else moved. And on the handoff, the Warriors are going to get a yard. Van Tilburg kept churning his legs over here on the left side. But the center snapped the ball a good second and a half before everyone else moved. Yeah, no kidding. That was weird. That should have yeah. been a false start should've on the been. center. And our, Even Coach it, Saris yeah, is like, what the Yeah, they're not going to call it. So second and nine, that was bizarre. Second and nine. Well, I guess it's the first game for the refs too, I guess, wow. right? Well, they're going to say it was just back to the line of scrimmage. So it is second and ten. Warriors with Studer back in there now. No, it's Van Tilburg, but they'll fake the give to him. Miller's going to roll out to the right and throw right, and he's got a man down the far sideline at the 46. And we have a flag down. It's going to be Dugan on the far side making the grab, but this might be coming back again with another Lex, or excuse me, another Ontario hold. And that would wipe out a huge play from Ontario. Oh, a legal man downfield. So that's a gift for the Minutemen. They will back up, the Warriors will back up, that is, to their own 31-yard line now, and that'll set up a second and 15. So a much-needed gift there for the Minutemen. At their own 31, the Warriors will break the huddle. 
Just 10 on the play clock here. They'll keep Van Tilburg in on the left side of Miller, but they're going to go three wide left, one to the right. Miller, second and 15, fakes it to the left. He's going to throw it back to the right, and he's got a man, but he couldn't catch it. It was a screen play, and the Minutemen had three people in the face of Bodpin Miller there, and he couldn't even... Couldn't even get it out of there clean. I would say he tried to pump fake to get one of the defenders to bite, but they just kept running right at him. Here comes a big third down. I mean, the clock stopped. 21 seconds left in this third a quarter. Huge third down here for the Minutemen defense. And it's third and 15. Miller going to go empty backfield. Three wide to the left, two to the right. He'll look over to the sideline now just to make sure they've got the right play. Minutemen have got to get in there and make this tough on Miller. Here we go from the 31, third and 15. He's going to run it off the left side, a QB keeper. Miller's going to get past the 45, get the first down, and get over the 50 out to the Minutemen 48-yard line. I'm looking for yellow on the field because every time Ontario makes a big play, there seems to be some of it, but I don't see any. Designed QB keeper the whole way. They emptied out the backfield, run a little QB draw, and he's able to pick it up. So, Warriors across midfield again at the Lex 48-yard line. Miller is going to let this thing run down to the end of the third quarter. So, we have got a great finish coming up for you here at Lexington. Somebody's got to get out of here with a win, but nobody has the advantage right now. It's 14-all at the end of three on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Just about set for fourth quarter action. Both teams breaking their huddles on the sideline. So out of the quarter break, it's the fourth quarter, and Ontario has it first and 10 at the Lex 48. Bodpin Miller will take on first down and run it off the left side for a gain of four. And now the Warriors have found something they like. With that QB sneak. And now another, yep. Another player cramping up for the Minutemen over there on the far sideline. I can't tell who's down. Maybe Mason Green over there on that far sideline, I think. So, it always seems like week one, yeah. all the cramps come out right away because first time everyone's playing the full amount of time and 
Full go, full action, so. Usually it's warm. Mm -hmm. Maybe this isn't a cramp. They're kind of checking out his, his, his right leg. Well, we'll take a quick break here. 11.45 to go in the ballgame. It's 14-all here at Lex. And the Warriors will have a second and five when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. So, Nick was correct. It was Mason Green, and he is now limping off, and you just hate to see this. I mean, we were just talking during the break there that his older brother Corbin was always having, you know, injuries because of the way they – Mason and Corbin just fly around and hit people so hard, and they just play so hard. And then the oldest brother, Alex, he was just the speedster, so he didn't really fly around and hit people, but he would uh, – he'd just run by you. So here we go out of the injury timeout. Second and five, Miller in the shotgun, empty backfield. He'll take the snap and whip it out here into the flat. It's Studer to the 40, to the 35, down the near sideline, 30, 25, and pushed out of bounds at the 22-yard line. Yeah, Lex really having a hard time defending these screens. I mean, Ontario just spreads you out so much, and it's, there's just so much space for these uh, Ontario Warrior receivers to get out and make some moves. First and 10, Warriors now down to the Lex 22. 11.26 to go, fourth quarter, tied at 14, empty backfield again. Miller going to keep it. He's going to this time be wrapped up and maybe lose a yard off that left side. The Minutemen finally get in there and get him. And now it's going to be interesting to see what the Warriors do here. And... It looked like Miller might be getting up slow there, but well, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised here if they set this little QB QB draw up with that little jump pass they did earlier in the game, because Lex is going to keep just reading Miller right away up the middle, and then he's going to whip it out to the to one of the receivers out wide. Second and eleven, Warriors at the Lex twenty-three, empty backfield again for Miller. Who's in the shotgun? He takes the snap. He's back. He flings it out. It's picked off down the far sideline to the 50. And they're going to have to beat Bogpin Miller. It's Dontrell Hughes down to the Ontario 30. Miller just sailed that one over the head of Studer. And Hughes just came running up the sideline and picked it off. It's the second of the night. I mean, that, that, was, that was like a pass right to him, and he just took off down that far sideline. I don't know who was out in front leading the way trying to get a block, but, I mean, what a play from the sophomore. And now the Minutemen have finally flipped this game into a position of putting the Warriors on their backs and backing them into a corner. Wow. If they can score here, the Minutemen, it just, they've got this game right where they want it. 10.30 to go. Tied at 14, Minutemen down at the Warrior 30-yard line now. That's the third turnover forced by the Minutemen defense. 
In the pistol to start this drive with four wide. Caudell is going to pass on first down. He's back to pass. Throwing near sideline. Seven Allen down here. And he didn't catch it, but we're going to have a flag. Pass interference down here in the near corner. As the defender was all over Seven Allen. I didn't see. Was that Braylon Wilson or was that Landon Foltz down here? I can't. Well, and the thing, it was also a great effort from Seven Allen because, I mean, the ball was slightly underthrown, so he had to come back and try to make the play on it, and that's what really drew the penalty because if he would have just let the ball fall short, it just would have been an incomplete pass. But, I mean, a great job there from Seven to come back and try to make a play on the ball. So a 15-yard penalty is going to make it first and 10 minute men. At the Warrior 15-yard line, Minutemen in the red zone for the second time tonight. And they'll go into that power pistol. No, they're going to go into that Maryland eye again. They'll have Fogle by himself off to the right, first and 10 from the 15. Caudell takes. He'll give off the left side and up the middle now is going to be... It was either Mason Green or Markel Martin. I think it was Martin in there, and it was for a gain of two. Second and eight coming up for the Minutemen at the Warrior 13. They can get a first down at the five. Well, and I bet now Lex is definitely going to try to eat some of that clock up here on this possession. Under ten minutes to go. They'll go back into that Maryland eye. Caudell's going to get up under center. Fogel off by himself to the right. Single coverage over there. Caudell. Takes the snap. He's going to fake a give and roll right. He's looking right. Now he's looking down the middle of the field, and it is picked off at the one-yard line by the Warriors. Jeez. <laughs> and running over to the sideline and getting the uh, student section pumped up over there. On the play for the Warriors was Craig Powers, who actually went down earlier with a little bit of an injury and came back to make that pick. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this game has definitely been back and forth all night long. But on the bright side, this Lex defense, I mean, you got Ontario all the way back at the one-and-a-half-yard line. I mean, just make a big play here. If you can hold them here, I mean, then you're going to have to punt out of, their, out of your own end zone. So Lex really has to make a statement on this defensive play right here. Yep, so it's first and ten at the two. Warriors backed up in their own end. Lex, we'll see what they do here. Bring the house, baby. Come on, let's get a safety. They take the snap off the right side. And getting some room is Studer, and he'll give the Warriors a little breathing room out to the eight-yard line, a gain of five. Well, they'll give him six out to the eight-yard line, second and four coming up. Warriors already ready to go again. They'll go in a jumbo formation here. And a high snap. Miller's going to have to keep it, and he's going to somehow wiggle his way out for a first down, even after that looked like it was going to be a broken, really bad play there for the Warriors. He made something of it and got the first down. So a big first down for the Warriors, and now they're out into a little bit of space here at their own 15. They'll send one wide receiver off to the right. It's Dugan. In the shotgun, Miller takes the snap. He will give again. Studer off the left side. Minutemen couldn't bring him down, and he gets outside. But we're going to have another hold 
on the Warriors as another flag comes in back here at the 10. That is huge because Studer was going to get about seven or eight yards there. I mean, I, I really – I'm very interested to see – at the end of this ball game, the penalty yards that Ontario has racked up because it has just killed them all night long. Well, let's put it this way. They've had seven or eight holding penalties. That's 10 yards a pop. That's 80 negative yards on offense the yeah. Warriors have racked up. And then the pass interferences, the roughing the passer. I mean, you're over 100 Man. already. I mean, they're, they're probably closing in on 200 yards. Yeah, I would say so. And that's, I mean, that's wild. At any level of football, that is just, that is too much. <laughs> so that's going to push the Warriors all the way back inside their own 10 again, down to their own eight. It's going to be first and about, we'll call it 17. Warriors bringing on a player late here. It's Dugan all by himself off to the left. Now he's going to have to get off the field. And now it's just going to be a jumbo package. No wide receivers. They're going to give to Studer off the left side. Minutemen have it bottled up. He'll get two. And that's going to set up a second and 15 now at the 10. So this is just such a big defensive drive here for the Minutemen. you got to keep the Warriors down here in their own end and force a punt. And like I said, Nick, how many times have I done this over the years? I can call it. If they can force a fourth down here, I'm telling you, they're going to get a punt block for the win. I hope so. Miller in the shotgun. Still the jumbo package, though. He's going to roll right on second and 15. He's going to find some room, but the Minutemen do a good job to get him out at the 15. So he will gain five, but he only gets back to the original line of scrimmage, and it's going to set up a huge third down and 10 coming up. I mean, here, I just just don't let anything get behind you, no matter what. I mean, you just got anything. You just cannot get beat deep here. Give Ontario any type of breathing room. I mean, I, I don't even know what kind of pressure you might want to bring here, but you have to make Miller uncomfortable in some way. But they're going to go five wide, empty formation here for Miller. Yep, here they go, empty backfield, third and ten. This could be the biggest play of the game. Miller takes the snap. He's back. He's going to have to roll right. He's going to have to roll right. He's going to throw right in the minute. Men are going to almost pick it off in midfield. Down there was Gage Powell on the play, and it went through his hands. But the Minutemen are going to force a big punt here with 7.01 to go. Well, on the Minutemen defense, I mean, Miller looked left first. That was his first read. There was nothing there, so he just kind of had to improvise. And He had uh, I think nothing. He was, yeah, Peyton Dugan was the one on this right sideline, and he was double covered. And Gage Powell, the first time we've called his name tonight, the six-foot junior, 180 yeah, down this here. Is, this is huge right here. And the Minutemen have gotten in there just about on every punt. They blocked one earlier. I think here they're, they might just play it safe and just try to catch this thing. Weaver's only gotten one punt out of there safely, and he will get this one away, and this one's a pretty good one. Calling for the fair catch is Seven Allen right at the 50-yard line, and the Minutemen will take over at the 50 with 6.54 to go in the ballgame. It's tied at 14. Don't go anywhere. You don't want to miss this finish on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, 
Give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to the Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. So, with 6.54 to go in the ballgame, Minutemen will take over at the 50-yard line. And it's tied at 14. Caudell going to come out in the pistol here to start this drive. Three wide receivers wide, two to the right, one to the left. He takes, he gives. Markel Martin bouncing outside. He's going to lose a yard. And it'll set up second and 11. I mean, it's really coming down to which defense is going to give in first. I mean, seriously, both defenses have just really been buckling down in this second half. So, big second and 11 here for the Minutemen. Caudell going to go in that pistol. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Martin behind him. He's going to throw this time on second down. Throws down the far sideline right through the hands of Carter Newman. And Braden Fogel over here on the near side was looking at Caudell saying, hey, man, I was open over here. Yeah, I mean. Newman was open too, yeah. though. He just couldn't bring it in. So now it's third and 11. Yeah, I mean, that was going to be an easy six yards for whoever he was going to try to throw it to. But, yeah, Carter just wasn't able to bring that one in. So, I mean, uh, this, is a, this is a third and 11. You don't really have many play calls for, for this kind of yardage this late in the ball game. 6.14 to go in the game. Clock is stopped. It's 14 to 14. Minutemen in Ontario deadlocked here. The Minutemen come out. They're going to go three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Caudell in the pistol, and they've got to use a timeout. And we might as well take one with them. That is the final timeout of the half for the Minutemen. And they've got a big third down coming up when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, we'll see what the Minutemen can draw up out of this timeout here. It is third and 11. They're at their own 49-yard line, tied at 14. Just about the only thing in the world you can't have happen here is a turnover. Even if you're forced to punt, it's not the worst thing in the world. You just cannot turn the ball over here. Three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Caudell in the pistol, single back, takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. He's got plenty of time, rolls to the right. Now he's going to run right. Now he's going to throw, and it's going to be an illegal throw, and Braden Fogle dropped it anyway on the far sideline. As Caudell went past the line of scrimmage, they're going to say it was an illegal throw. I'm sure this penalty will be declined. Well, there's It'll be a penalty down. down here as well, though. Oh, so it could be offsetting. I think Fogel might have pushed off, though. Okay. I think they might call that, but I'm not I'm not positive. Don't quote me there, but. Well, we'll I, find out here yeah. in just a second. We definitely know Caudell went one yard mm-hmm. past the line of scrimmage to throw that. Either way, none of these penalties will be accepted if they're all on Lexington. They'll decline everything and force a punt. 
I wouldn't think you would give them another chance, even though it would be third and 21. Still nothing from the referees, and here we go. Let's see if we can get the call. Okay, so both penalties were on the minute, men. Illegal forward pass, and what was the first one? I missed it. Either no. way, they lost yep. the down. It's going to be fourth down. So, that'll back the Minutemen up to the 40, their own 45, and Markel Martin will have to punt. Markel will stand back at his own 31. And back to return this for the Warriors. Is <clears throat> Dylan Floyd. He stands at about his own 27. So here we go. Need a good snap here. It is a good snap. Martin gets a nice punt away down the far sideline, and this is going to take a minute man bounce, but Floyd's going to pick it up, and he's going to get tackled at about the 30 after he danced around a little bit. And we've got a flag. <laughs> Maybe a hold? Well, this is in the spot where you would think it would be a hold on the Warriors. Because it's kind of down the field here in front <laughs> no. of where the return was happening. I think this is going to be another penalty <laughs> on Ontario. And if it is, it'll be marked off from the 30. So if it's a hold, they'll start on their own 20. And I hate to admit this, but if it weren't for penalties, I think Ontario would be up two scores right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have just shot themselves in the foot all night, and it's a tie game because of it. So we'll see. I, yeah, they're talking about something. Yeah, it's going to be on the Warriors because the referee just came over and talked to Coach Saris here on the near sideline to make sure they knew what he wanted to do because, in theory, you could repunt this. Right. Or you could just mark it off from yeah. the end of the play. But if you do it from the end of the play, it's basically a touchback. You get them back there on 20. If you repunt, you know, you're not guaranteed anything. You could lose the punt or lose the snap, I mean, or – have it blocked or squib it or I still don't know where they're putting the ball, it looks like. Oh, so we have offsetting personal foul <laughs> calls. It must have been after the play yeah. then. So it's personal foul on both sides. They didn't even give numbers. They just said one on the kicking team, one on the returning team, and now we are going to repunt. After all that, we're just going to do fourth and 15 over again. I'm not saying it would be a good idea, but man, a fake punt here would be exciting. Because <laughs> it would either go really, really well or really, really bad. Well, I doubt they'll do that, yeah, though. Yeah, I doubt it. So Markel Martin will step back <laughs> on his own 31 again. Deja vu. So all that for nothing. Hey, great snap. Good snap again. Not as good of a punt this time, though, but he is going to get a good roll, and it's going to go inside the 30. And actually, the minute men out. Will, yeah, they'll end up gaining three <laughs> yards from where they would have been had the original punt stood. So the Warriors will have it at their own 27-yard line. But it is 
Man, it's getting late already. It's 9.30. That first half flew by. and It really did. Now this second half, we're kind of in a stalemate. That first half absolutely flew by. And the second half has been all penalties and incomplete passes. (laughs) So here we go. This is interesting. To start the drive at their own 26, the Warriors are going to go empty backfield. Miller will take the snap. He's going to fling it out here in the near flat. Studer's got room. 25-30, 35, and out of bounds at the 36. He's near a first down, and we'll see where they spot him. He might have got the first down. I mean, I feel like Miller's only completed a passes down the field maybe once or twice tonight. Every other thing has been screened, and the receivers have been doing a lot of the work. Yeah, it looks like they got a first down, picked up right, right at 10 yards. So a first down, Minutemen, or excuse me, a first down, Warriors. Minutemen need a big stop here. Empty backfield again from the 36. Miller will take it up the middle, a QB keeper, and the Minutemen bottle him up. He's still going to get, though. He's going to get four yards as he kind of lunged forward there. Man. So second and six coming up. Warriors now at their own 40. Yeah, with Lex with no timeouts, Warriors, I'd imagine, won't be any type of hurry. 5.04 to go. Clock is rolling. Good point there, Nick. Lexington cannot stop it anymore. Second and six. They'll fling it out. Studer again in the far flat this time. He's got room. He's got the first down across the 50 to the 45. And they'll mark him out of bounds on the far sideline at the 40-yard line. Hmm. A gain of 20. Yep. And the Warriors into Lex territory again at the Lex 40. So they just went from the 40 to the 40. And it's first and 10. Warriors just running the clock some more. Actually, you know what? The clock stopped there. Yeah, you got pushed out of bounds. Huh. Okay. Well, 4.49 to go. Clock is stopped. They'll go empty backfield again. Miller takes the snap again, flings it out near side to Studer. This time, Seven Allen is there. Yeah, He's going to hit get him. that ball out. And Studer will get three yards out here to the near side this time, and it'll be second and seven. As Dreibelbis was also in there on the tackle, and he gets up a little slow, but he stays in the game. As soon as Studer caught that ball and Allen got to him, he was trying to rip that ball out as hard as he could, trying to do anything to get the ball back. So now the Warriors over here on the near hash. They'll go five wide again, three split off to the right, two to the left, empty backfield for Miller. Vodpin Miller, second and seven, takes the snap. They'll fake it to the left. Now they're going to throw deep left, and Carter Wilson's down there on good coverage, and it's incomplete into the far sideline. Third and seven coming up, and it stops the clock. That's a gutsy play call there. Trying to, I mean, Miller kind of, he lofted that one up there, kind of floated it. And I think I don't even think the receiver had any chance to bring it in. That ball was out of bounds. So a huge third down here for the Minutemen coming up. It's third and seven at the Lexington 37-yard line. So definitely not in field goal range for the Warriors. And if you get a stop here, the Minutemen could force the Warriors to have to make a really tough decision here. And that's what you want. One wide receiver split off to the right. Miller takes the snap, and he bobbles it, and he's got to take off with it to the left side, and he's going to get the first down, I think. No, he's going to be a half a yard short. It's going to be fourth and a half a yard as Miller almost fumbled that snap and then just took off. 
Oh, wow, they're not going to, yeah. No way. They're going to give him the first down, I think. Well, that's what wow, they, that's what they this, are. That's what the back judge said. They're not even going to look at it or anything. That was not the original spot of the ball by the yeah. far sideline judge. Oh, my They're not goodness. even going to look at They're it. They're going to, well. The ball looks short still. No, but they had it at the 30-and-a-half-yard yeah. line and moved it up. The oh, original spot wow. by the far line judge was a half a yard short. They give him the first down. Unbelievable. So that could be a really big play in this game that, that changes the tide. I mean, if Ontario goes on to score here. Well, this clock just keeps eating away, too. I mean, already down to 330. So they'll go one wide receiver near side. Miller in the shotgun. He's going to take and give to Studer up the middle, no gain. Well, he's going to fall forward for a gain of two. And now it'll be second and eight again. It's just really hard the way Ontario runs their offense for Lex to commit to one thing because mm -hmm. as soon as you commit to the run, they're going to burn you. Yep. So this has just been death by a thousand paper cuts all night, but the Minutemen defense has come up with big plays. They need another one here. Second and eight from the Lex 27. Miller sends a man in motion and takes the snap. They'll go Van Tilburg this time up the middle, and he's going to get about five or six. Ontario just getting a great push up front, and it's going to set up a third and one. And really, if you're the Minutemen defense now, you just got to hope for a fumbled snap or something. something to go wrong here because the Warriors are just driving un uncontrollably here. And it's third and one at the 21. Miller takes the snap. He'll give. Van Tilburg is going to get the first down off the left side, a gain of four. Man, and just this brutal. is just a helpless <laughs> feeling because there's nothing the Minutemen can really do. I mean yeah. – 2.20 to go. The clock is going to run. No timeouts either. Now Ontario's going to take every second of that 30-second game clock all the way down. But at the same time, I mean, they don't really have – I mean, the kicker might be capable, but, I mean, you'd have to think they're yeah, trying to I score mean, a touchdown Trey here. Trey Booker is doing the kicking duties on field goal kicking. So if you, that's the best case scenario here for the Minutemen outside of a turnover. you got to hold them to a field goal attempt. Van Tilburg on first down. The Minutemen almost had him blown up in the backfield. Instead, he gets out of there and gets all the way down to the 12. And a gain of five. Yeah, dribbled the shot through there and just wasn't able to wrap him up. So it is second and five from the Lex 12. 1.35 to go. Clock is rolling. Minutemen have got to get a stop here. I don't know, man. It looks like they might. Ontario kind of playing for a field goal. Is, I mean, by the way that they're letting this clock roll. One wide receiver split off to the right. Two tight ends on the right side. Now they'll send one in motion. Miller takes the snap. He'll give Studer off the left side. He is going to get four, it looks like, which would set up a third down here. And they are keeping the ball in the middle of the field. All right, come on, boys. Got to have a big stop here. I mean, you need two of them. You need two stops here to get out of here. Try to send this thing to OT. Third and one from the Lex eight. 
Miller in the shotgun, takes the snap, they'll give, it's Studer, and he's stuffed off the right side. It's gonna set up a fourth down. He might have even lost half a yard. So now the Warriors. Decision time. Are gonna run this thing down and try to take a game winner. I'm assuming. Yeah. It's gonna come down to the leg of Trey Booker, I believe. And it's about a, I mean, a little bit further than a PAT attempt. Yeah, I mean, this will end up being, let's see, they'll probably put it down at about the 19-yard line. It'll be about a, almost a 30-yarder. Yeah, I mean, not, it's in the right center of the field. It's not directly in the middle, but it is near the middle of the field. Well, it is still, it's, it's high school football, man. I mean, these kids, anything could happen. Well, and Lex has gotten such a good push on these special teams plays, especially punts all night. Need right, some go. magic. It's yeah. all going to come down to this. Three seconds to go. 14 to 14 in the backyard brawl. Last year it ended 21 to 17. It's not going to end that way this year, one way or another. It's either going to end 17 14 or go to overtime. So uh, Ontario did use their second time out there as they let the clock roll down to three seconds. So it all comes down to this. Here we go. Off the foot of Trey Booker for the Warriors. Minutemen cannot call a timeout and freeze him. It's going to be Dylan Floyd to hold. Bad snap. Here it comes. <laughs> They'll set this thing down at about the 21-yard line. This will be a 31-yarder. Snap is back. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Ah. Ontario wins on a walk-off field goal. And that's how the backyard brawl will end this year. No flags on the field, unfortunately. And the Minutemen lose a heartbreaker to the Warriors for the second year in a row. And Ontario storms the field here, and it's just a mob scene down there. As Trey Booker kicks the 31-yarder through the uprights. And man, that is a heartbreaking loss for the Minutemen. I wouldn't even. So. The Minutemen are going to have to try to rebound quickly here and get ready for Shelby next week over in Shelby. Ontario will take on Centerburg at home next week. Man. It's a tough one. Lex falls tonight 17-14 to here at home. We'll take just a quick break. We'll come back with final stats and scores. And wrap this thing up from here at Lexington. Again, the Minutemen fall on a walk-off field goal. 17-14, Ontario wins it tonight. And you heard it all right here on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. 
Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Aiden Nickel, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. The Minutemen fall in a heartbreaker tonight here at Lexington, and they lose for the second year in a row to the Warriors. Who had, they, had, they had gone on a big winning streak against the Warriors there for a few years. Now they've lost two in a row. And they lose it 17 to 14. Trey Booker hits the game-winning 31-yard field goal. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier back here with you on the BP Electric postgame show. And Nick has all the final stats for us tonight, Nick. Uh, yeah, I mean, just a tough one here at home to start the season for the Minutemen. Like Corey said, uh, walk-off field goal from Trey Booker there to bring home the W for the Ontario Warriors. But uh, total offense here tonight, it was – just dominated by Ontario looking at the numbers. They had 425 yards of total offense on 69 plays, 6.2 yards a play. Miniman only ran 36 plays of offense tonight uh, for only 135 yards, four yards passing tonight, net yards that is. So uh, Joe Caudill, tough debut, only 3 of 11, had the one interception late, uh, late in the game. But uh, Bodpin Miller, 14 passes for 20 well 14 completions on 23 attempts for 200 yards he didn't throw for any touchdowns but he had two interceptions uh the rushing attack for the Ontario Warriors 46 attempts on the ground tonight for the Warriors from a from a plethora of running backs 225 yards uh the men and men 25 carries for 131 yards uh I mean here 14 penalties tonight on the Ontario Warriors for 150 yards, but they were still somehow able to find a way to gut this victory out. Minutemen, they, they won the turnover battle. They won the penalty battle. I, I mean, everything on paper, obviously, other than the big numbers on offense from Ontario. I mean, Lex really, they, they kind of shot themselves. They, they kind of, I don't know, they wasted some opportunities late in the game where they could have done some different things. But, I mean, it's the first game for everybody, and uh, – I mean, there's a lot to look forward to this season. I mean, you saw Seven Allen and his explosiveness that that he can bring to the table. Uh, just gotta get, just gotta uh, tune some things up. Uh, gotta, it doesn't get any easier. I mean, next week going to Shelby, that new stadium, 
I mean, I'm assuming they're probably coming off a W tonight, but uh, I mean, it's always a tough place to play over there in Shelby. No matter who you're playing against, they could be terrible. I mean, it's always just a tough crowd over there. They're really passionate about their football. But I mean, at the end of the night, it just comes down to execution, and uh, the offense wasn't able to wasn't able to execute when when it needed it the most. I think, yeah, Ontario had 20 first downs tonight. The Minutemen only six. Lex was 0 for 8 on third down. So third down conversions just just weren't happening tonight. And Ontario just made plays when they needed them the most. And I think what the biggest thing was that just made this made this loss so difficult is just that that last drive. Ontario just they're just gashing, 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 and there was nothing the Lex could do because they didn't have any more timeouts left. So it was just kind of almost inevitable there at the end. But I mean. It's a, Always a always a tough game here, this Ontario Lex game. So a lot to look forward to this season, though. I think Lex will be ready to bounce back and kind of get after it next week for Shelby. All right, let's look over some scores from around North Central Ohio. St. Vincent St. Mary did prevail over Mansfield Senior, 35-14. It was uh, well, it's still not technically a final, but Orville is leading Worcester late here, 31 to 28. It was Ashland in overtime, beating River Valley 26-20. It looked like Ashland was going to run away with that game for uh, early on for a few minutes there, but ended up being a close one into overtime. It was Shelby beating Madison 41-14. West Holmes over Triway 41-7. Mount Vernon 45, Marion Harding 20, and New Philly 42, Louisville 21. Over in the Moac, Clear Fork in double overtime beat Lucas 17-14. It was Pleasant over North Union 21-15. And Highland shutting out Frederictown 35 to nothing. We will head down now to the... I can get anything to load here to the Northern 10. It was Northmore over Upper Sandusky 28-21. Buckeye Central shuts out Crestline 50 to nothing. Riverdale over Bucyrus for uh, 53 to 8. And Hopewell Loudon beat Carey 36 to 19. Also, Seneca East gets a win over Crestview 21 to 12. Western Reserve in the Firelands beating up on Wellington 33 to 10. Plymouth 34, Oberlin 14. Uh, it was Loudonville 35, Mapleton 20. Monroeville 27, Lakota 7, and Willard beating South Central 35-6. KMAC, it was Centerburg over Utica 28-7. Danville beating up on Worthington Christian 55-21. Elgin shutting out Cardington 30-0. East Knox getting the shutout win over Northridge 14-0. Mount Gilead over Triad 15-8. And... That's it in the K-Mac. A couple other scores here. It was Norwalk shutting out Toledo start 27-0. Hillsdale all over Black River 34-8. Ridgedale gets a win 20-6 over Hilltop. And that, I believe, is it. Back here at Lexington, unfortunately, the Minutemen drop the backyard brawl 17-14. Trey Booker hits a game-winning field goal as time expired from 31 yards out. And the Warriors will improve to 1-0. They will take on Centerburg next week. The Minutemen fall to 0-1, and they will travel to Shelby. We will have all the action next week for you with pregame starting at 640, and the Minutemen will look to rebound. Thank you for listening tonight, everybody. Sorry we couldn't call a win for you. 
but we're glad to have you along each and every week. And it is a pleasure to have uh, started our fifth season covering Lexington football tonight here at home. And uh, very sorry we couldn't bring the win home for you. We will talk to you next week from Shelby. Until then, have a good night, everybody.